listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. <laughs> oh my God, I'm sorry. It's all right. Okay, I'm supposed to go first? Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. Oh God, okay. Okay, it's Childish Gambino, homegirl, drop it like the NASDAQ. Move white girls like they're coke up my ass crack. Move black girls, cause man, fuck it, I'll do either. I, <laughs> I love pussy, I love bitches, dude, I should be running PETA. In Adidas with some short shorts, B.O. all over me. My green is where it's supposed to be. Your green is in my groceries. This Asian dude, I stole his girl, and now you got that Koji beef. My beak is like an accent mark. It's all over, over E. Hot like a parked car. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we are in La Casa mm-hmm. on a Wednesday, a review of Them Thrones, Game of Thrones Wednesday. And I've been promising this for a couple of weeks, so I'm feeling kind of excited. But the first voice that you heard is the mother of dragons. It's our girl, Netta, first time on the podcast. What's going on, Netta? Hi. Oh, man. It's so good to have you here, man. It is. I'm excited to be on. Yeah, I didn't even know you watched Game of Thrones or, um, like, tweeted about Game of Thrones at all. I was just tweeting about it one day. I got some, like, random retweets and then... We was kind of going back and forth, and I was like, yo, you into this shit? Like, you should come on here and talk with us and be silly about it. Yeah, I love Game of Thrones. Like, we started watching it as a family when it first came on. So one of my Facebook, like, reposts today was from three years ago, and I'm just like, Game of Thrones stresses me out. (laughs) (laughs) It does, yo. And it still stresses me out. Well, you know, it is a good family show for the whole family to enjoy. <laughs> so it's good that y'all can watch it together. Um, and you know, obviously guys, you can find Netta on Twitter if you haven't already. I feel like everybody's following Netta on Twitter. Um, mm-hmm. but it's N-E-T-T and then 17 A's. <laughs> uh, it's like, I don't want to say seven A's. I will have eight. it. Eight, eight A's. There you go. And I'll have it in the uh show notes for sure um and you know like i said we really appreciate you being here Mm -hmm. now uh the other person that we have on the line also you know about the revolution um in a much more quieter docile way uh when it comes to just getting things done it's my man brandon from where's my 40 acres yo what's up dog man it's been a minute since we got up yeah man i I don't know working podcasting and uh doing press shit man yeah all the time i'm always moving at this point you know how it is bro uh you know obviously the show's been great Mm -hmm. uh continues to be great uh i was on not not too long ago man so it was uh fun if you guys didn't go check that episode out when i told you to go check it out now chill made a call in so you know we chill still alive everybody I know, mm-hmm. right? So that was, was Resurrection <laughs> Wednesday because I ain't heard from Chill in a hot ass. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, right? <laughs> um, so that was dope, man. Uh, and of course, um, you can find Where's My 40 Acres on iTunes and Stitcher and whatnot. Uh, just make sure you guys go out there and uh, do that. Of course, their website is the Tears of Orphans. Mm-hmm. Uh, dot com. still still my favorite uh, Earl. Me too. Um, the uh, official weapon of our show the taser an unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme 
and today's podcast is brought to you by shadow dog productions they've got a horror album out it's called all your nightmares which has 128 minutes of fucked up shit so it's like game of thrones in a way (laughs) even even the poster by itself has kermit shivering in the bathtub so imagine what the stories are gonna do to your ass if you like the horror genre you're gonna love this album check it out on itunes uh all your nightmares leave them a five-star review all right man it's time to turn up let's get into this this game of thrones man um you know this is a very much anticipated episode and i'm sure people can't wait to hear what we have to say about it but first let me play this theme music almost like if you listen to that you would not think it has anything to do with murder Mm-mm. decapitation nope. torture castration <laughs> castration <laughs> playing like it sounds like a classy ass intro to something that comes on pbs where they interview people or something it is like a documentary show though <laughs> according to snoop dog snoop mm-hmm. says it's real um all right so <laughs> so this was uh game of thrones episode six of season five which i mean man guys we're we only got like four more of these left that's all yeah yeah man um so i'm I'm getting kind of already getting kind of you know sad knowing that it's about to go it was called unbowed unbent and unbroken uh lots of stuff was happening we had uh the politics of uh king's landing with cersei and littlefinger and the high sparrow going off we had uh obviously sansa's wedding night i mean don't get married you know a lot of, right a lot a lot of old men make that joke about don't get married but when it comes to game of thrones it's true don't do it um and then we also had um some politics going on in dorne where uh jamie is trying to save his daughter niece and his <laughs> one uh, hand at a time one hand at a time you know hey <laughs> he just he needed he just needed brian to give him a hand you know mm-hmm. and uh and meanwhile uh Ilaria and the sand snakes are trying to kill or well kidnap and probably mutilate uh the daughter niece of jamie um so first of all man i would love to start by just getting everybody's overall you know opinion of the episode uh kind of briefly before we go into like the scene by scene breakdown so karen mm-hmm. what was your overall opinion of unbowed unbent unbroken I enjoyed it, but I always enjoy it, and I am biased. Okay. Well, there's nothing biased about enjoying things. Uh, Brandon, what about you, man? What'd you think about the episode? Um, as usual, I light a candle and I watch Game of Thrones in silence, and I, <laughs> I, I, I peek at the very end of the episode because I have to wait a whole another week to get mm. this much torture porn in one hour. <laughs> and, uh, Netta, what about you? I was overwhelmed. Mm. that's all i got it's just i'm always overwhelmed well for me personally like if i graded the other episodes a 10 out of 10 this one was like a 8 out of 10 and not for the reason most people are thinking um i was not a fan of the sand snake fight thought that shit was a little underwhelming uh felt like some power ranger shit but 
<laughs> other other than that I, I still love the show and i still love the episode but you know upon like i had to rewatch it for the you know for this and when i rewatched it i'll just remember being like oh god how long is this fucking fight like let's get it over with so um all right man let's get right into uh the scene by scene uh breakdown uh we started with our girl aria everybody's favorite assassin in training and uh she was up in there washing corpses yeah six feet under two face (laughs) whatever the fuck we got going on multi-face yes many face many face many face the many face god he uh Mm -hmm. she she was in there working at the corpse wash working at the corpse wash y'all um Mm -hmm. she was getting them getting she was detailing some corpses um and they pick up the bodies when they're done washing them they take them into that door that she was looking at kind of hard two weeks ago right she was still looking at that door kind of hard this week and she went ahead and was about to go up in there and i was like see that's how you get in trouble fucking around in the murder the murder house (laughs) right right last time you know and so she went and then um the girl that had to switch a couple weeks ago that gave her that um whooping for line uh she closed the door right before she could walk in um and aria was like i'm tired of this shit like <laughs> when the fuck am i gonna find out what's going on in the little room i'm tired of washing bodies okay I'm on race. right i want to know what's going on and the girl was like you ain't ready yet and she said well when do i get to play the game and she was like play the, you ain't ready for the game she's like let's play the game and she said who are you she said uh aria answered no one and we know from last week that that's the wrong answer uh so the girl was like whatever and started walking away and aria said who are you and uh the girl had this really convincing story about being from westeros being the daughter of a lord holy shit i just got the game mm-hmm just I now just figured out the game that's i watched I- that whole episode and was like what the fuck game is she talking about that's why I everybody that's why everybody listen to the show man that's why See, we, why did i just get the gang mm-hmm. that's why we so popular um so so the girl basically stars line that says like well i'm assuming it's a lot that a lot of similarities to aria but apparently she didn't have any siblings she uh her mom died she got a stepmom stepmom didn't like her wrote her out of the will Kicked, was about to kick out of the house so she went to the many-faced man uh zartan what i like to call him and she was like hey man can you kill my stepmom and he did and now she don't got a stepmom but she here paying off you know that debt working for this man out of appreciation for killing her stepmama um and then when she ended the story she said was that true or a lie did you believe every word i said karen did you believe yes even though she was probably lying but yes she convinced me Mm. what about you netta did you think she was telling the truth no i think she's lying Mm -hmm. uh brandon what about you dog um i own snow white on blu-ray so no i did not believe what she was saying (laughs) she was missing some evil stepsisters but yeah yeah, all she needed was a mirror and seven dwarfs that was it (laughs) i was just like "Mm -hmm, this is a lie yeah i love that scene because um aria was believing her until she asked her did she think it was true right that's when i was like mm-hmm. and aria is so full of wit but and, and and just ambition but sometimes she's just so over her head and i think she finally figured out what the game was the it's the lying game 
you know so you gotta you gotta lie make people believe you or else they you know they suspect you then what kind of assassin are you gonna be so then old girl told her to get back to work um so she had a new body to wash um aria goes to bed she's in it's in the middle of the night uh the many faced man comes in and he's like wake your punk ass up right <laughs> uh he said who are you a couple times and then she woke up and she said aria and he had to switch in his hand now i'm a black person from the south i already knew what time it was in the middle of the night ah! they walk in the room with a switch somebody <laughs> getting a whooping he was just sure he just needs to splash water on him oh my god <laughs> but you're not a little white girl rod so i don't know why you would, I, if i was a little white girl i would never want to expect a weapon <laughs> if somebody ever walked in the room she probably was like who am i gonna get to whip today she probably was like what what you got that stick for what's going on here man mm, who about to get it i yeah. mean i'm the only one in this room but who about to get it i know it ain't me because i didn't do nothing is you about to get it because it can't be me i'm privileged what are we talking about here mm-hmm. so uh she's uh she said that she was aria she said she was from westeros she said that her father was killed in battle and then she got hit and he she was like and he was like that's a lie and i was like damn this shit about to be the most intense interrogation ever <laughs> right because i mean it reminded me of you know growing up with my grandma like my grandma also had the same skill like she could tell when you was lying and then flap out with the switch like everything was the same i had flashback ptsd oh yeah <laughs> i was like like I, I i was triggered you know and uh so she, she she basically tried to like slide in little sly lies into her story you know and every time she tried she got hit you know, I need to go back and watch because I thought she was telling the whole truth. I was like, I've seen all five seasons of this. All that is true. <laughs> I'm, I'm clearly, I ain't been paying attention. When did she lie? All right, see? so here's the lies. She said that her her father was killed in battle. Ned Stark was killed. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, he was beheaded in front of people who do battles. And she That's why I got it. confused. She said that she stabbed a stable boy in the back to escape. That wasn't true. Mm-mm. I don't remember that part yeah um remember that dude actually came and grabbed her and was like i need to get you out of here she was in the crowd watching her father get beheaded Mm -hmm. so she didn't that was a lie um what else did she lie about oh she said that um she hated she didn't kill the she well she said the truth about i didn't kill the hound i wanted him to suffer i hated him and he hit her and she said i did hate him and he hit her and he said a girl lies to the many-faced god a uh, girl lies to me and a girl lies to herself so like i thought she i thought she did hate him she, she did leave him to die on that rock she did want him to suffer um and maybe she even wanted him to die but apparently uh according to many face uh man zartan she didn't hate that dude and oh. he need to be a lie detector test somebody need to put his ass in the courtroom <laughs> and just have him smacking the shit out of people <laughs> hey nigga Y'all know that's a lie hey man we really could use him uh whenever we had this uh police violence to just show up and be like <laughs> yeah man so he was coming at me wow oh shit mm-hmm. yeah you lying nigga switch that's it up goddamn, on everybody that's a goddamn lie <laughs> but i feel like any black grandmama could do this anyway but so she was like um you know so so she was laying on the ground she said i'm not playing the game no more and he said oh we always playing so you know so <laughs> the like, game never stops yeah you can't turn the game off you know what i'm saying so um he asked if she truly want to be no one and then she said yes and he hit her so hard she hit the ground um and that's because she, she doesn't she didn't give she couldn't even give up the sword that she had the last thing that she had that was 
a piece of her identity she doesn't want to be no one right i, I agree um so he told her we never stop playing the game and then he left her and her mouth was bleeding a little bit i was like damn this nigga went adrian peterson on this girl he caught her in the face with the last one that's why that's yeah. how she fell to the ground <laughs> yeah yeah that slick he, he caught her high she wasn't ready she had her knuckles ready she was like i'm ready for this one and then she got caught in the lip that's that flashback you just made me have a flashback of when like i used to get hit with a belt and then like i put my hand up and then get my hand hit with that buckle oh, oh. you ain't ready for that one she'll be really bad in mortal Kombat. you got to know you got to know when to block high and when to block low and she just she wasn't ready <laughs> yeah. that's privilege mm, yeah because you know and then stark ain't never hit them kids Mm-mm. you know he just gave them a nice talking to he was an honorable ass dude mm-hmm, um, which you can't be which you can't be on this show you can't <laughs> not if you want to live not if you want to live so um, you gotta do something bad to somebody horrifically we that's cut. why Cersei's still here exactly the oh queen. she eat breathe and live that whole I fucked you up today she, <laughs> she has a great great meal of fuck over her, every Thanksgiving is a mini fucked over for her she the queen bee man um so the imp was chilling with Jorah they was uh still still washed up on that shore from after they fought the stone man Jorah was looking at his uh scale aids whatever that shit is yeah um <laughs> because he was all he was still thinking about that and uh the imp was asking about food he was like man when we gonna go to some of them villages you was talking about because i'm hungry and i'm not eating juices and berries and shit like you i want some motherfucking some wine and some food and joel was like well i can live off juices and berries and uh he asked the imp like do you ever shut up and the imp was like i sell from king's land in the pentos in a crate without ever saying a word he put his shit through the air hole, son. Right. So yeah, you, he he gangster. And so Joel was like, "Why?" And the imp was like, "You really just now asking why? Like, nigga, <laughs> you kidnapped me in a motherfucking city I'm not from. You know what I'm saying? You got this elaborate plan to bring me, uh, cause, yeah, in Valantis in a, a titty bar in Valantis. You got a you got a elaborate plan to bring me back to Daenerys." you don't even wonder why the fuck i'm not in king's landing nigga right it doesn't matter when love is the reason you're doing everything mm, okay love is the why yeah <laughs> so he was like um <laughs> look man um the, uh, he was like i was in the brothels on Atlantis when you found me he said well i just imagine you visit a lot of brothels and the look on Tyrion's <laughs> face like i went ahead and paused it because the look on Tyrion's face was like i've been kidnapped by a fucking idiot like we gonna With die no plans mm-hmm. and so he told him like i killed my father he wanted to kill me for a crime i didn't commit and he was fucking the woman i love and joy was looking like that's just too bad bro he felt old boy was so stupid that he actually told him the truth he was like well clearly this motherfucker ain't gonna do nothing bad to me <laughs> yes. i'm just gonna go ahead and tell him the truth because he sh- he wouldn't have told nobody else that no. they would have dragged his ass right back to seriously collected all the gold that's a good point you're right anybody with any cunning about him would have been like well shit then nigga i'm about to go back home that's how stupid he felt he was yeah you that's... are so in love i'm gonna tell your broke ass the truth and he was like <laughs> so you know he hit him with that all right then and so uh <laughs> terry you know Tyrion accidentally in passing gave jor his estranged father's obituary without even knowing 
because he basically said look man your daddy was cool you know i met him up at the wall and he used to know all the people that worked under them like all their names and shit you know all their little background stories he was a cool ass dude shane they had to go out like that and joy was like fuck you mean go out like what player he was like oh he dead <laughs> oh you ain't know and i was like that makes sense there ain't no internet and twitter or no shit in right can't you know like he was fucking with danny who was exiled so they weren't really getting like right you got to be connected with varus varus was the internet like right and little finger there's like the two only internets working right so it's it makes sense that they were out of the loop and but it was sad that joe found out that way so he asked like how did my dad die and uh Tyrion was like man i just heard i mean like it ain't like i didn't <laughs> see it and he was like just tell me and he was like man i heard that his men had an insurrection and killed him and uh that did happen at Craster's uh keep when uh the crows that had went on the expedition beyond the wall uh had gotten their ass whooped ran back to Craster's keep they were staying with him and his daughters um and Craster was being a dick and they were like we just gonna take your house from you and uh right right then they killed Craster and it was uh commander mormont that stood up to them and was like y'all not gonna do this and then he got stabbed in the back i never realized until this episode that that nigga was george daddy nope but that's why they showed it in the preview yeah man i'm dumb as shit sometimes man i was like (laughs) i was like oh obviously you know i'm sure there's a big backstory to why they don't talk you know and they and he didn't know that nobody came and notified him but yeah it was it was just like damn nigga that's your daddy dead yo Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh a dude brought his daughter to the house of black and white and ariel's in there um swinging <laughs> sweeping the floors and singing slave hymns and shit yes she was yeah um she's like wait in the water and, so uh, sad and depressed. <laughs> some dude came in his daughter was all sick he carried her over sat her down by that um that dirty ass uh death water no that oh yeah because that one dude took a drink from there a couple weeks ago and that nigga died next time mm-hmm. we seen him so i'm assuming it's death in the water uh and i never see anybody else drinking out of there recreationally so mm-hmm. I, I feel like there's death in that water right so uh she was chilling over there and buddy came and had this sob story to Arya where he was like man i've been to every doctor you know what i'm saying i i spent all my money and i can't kill my daughter of this sickness and i just want her to you know to pass peacefully and Ari was like, "All right, hold my mop." And uh, <laughs> she went over by the fountain, and she was like, uh, "Little girl, um, you know what's 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 up?" She was like, "I'm sick. I just want to feel better and whatever." And she was like, "All right, uh, I was sick too. My daddy brought me here just like you. If you drink this water, that's what I did. You're gonna get healthy, and you're gonna be feel better, and everything's gonna be okay." and of course we all know that's a motherfucking lie right but the girl believed her and drank the water and everything was okay by the way was it me or was that girl green i'm not the only one that thought that girl was green close to it she looked maybe it was a 10 on my tv i don't know she looked green to me i don't know my shit ain't in 120 hertz so you might be okay yeah it's a newer tv i don't i don't know bragging like yeah it's 4d (laughs) but she did look she did look green to me so um anyway she gave us some water and then the little girl um you know obviously gonna die later and and uh, the old uh, faceless dude my god 
is his feet made out of cotton because he just walk around that bitch and you don't <laughs> never know what you be like god damn where you come from i didn't hear you i didn't feel nothing i'm telling you he got the same gift that my grandmama got man i don't know he got all your laundry in like 15 minutes yes <laughs> I, I bet that nigga make a, a a mean ass salmon and grits in the morning dog what? He got black grandmama skills, bro. He got a switch. <laughs> he quiet as shit. He can sense when you about to do something fucked up without you even saying it. Like when Arya tried to open that door two weeks ago, he just showed up. Like what is what is a girl doing? Right. And uh, what is a girl doing? Like she don't even get a name here, bro. <laughs> 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 he don't want to know her name. And then like should have gave her a number. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what is three doing? And same thing when uh when she gave the little girl you know the water, he showed up again and was like uh you know come with me you know so um you know he was watching it. i ain't gonna lie when he first showed up i thought he was gonna hit her with a switch again because she was telling some lies to that little girl i thought he was gonna be like no a girl is lying you know but he showed up and was like good job girl um also all in his poise because he really didn't do or say shit he just turned around and started walking yeah and as an aside uh this has there's probably like four people that watch our listen to our podcast that will get this but that nigga looks like nick crow to me all right <laughs> i don't know if you guys have ever seen nick crow's show <laughs> yes. he looks like nick crow go go look him up guys all right anyway <laughs> so um basically he takes her to that same room where they wash the bodies they go into that door that she's never been in they go downstairs and there's columns all the way to the ceiling of faces now what do y'all think those faces come from uh netta what, what's your assumption on the faces dead people i don't know <laughs> mm. i just don't know all don't the people know. all the people from the car the corpse wash yeah <laughs> yeah i mean that was our speculation a couple of weeks ago brandon what do you think the the faces come from he is about to make the greatest trilogy for face off we have ever seen <laughs> <laughs> that's what's about to happen <laughs> karen what do you think about what do you think <laughs> i agree I, I i think it was either people that volunteered or people that came sick but yeah i, I think all these people are dead i think he's trying to start a 90s r&b group called changing faces again and uh he's just gonna <laughs> have every face yeah he get to be all the people in the group though yeah it's he's just, just him for slide <laughs> to each position he keep all the money <laughs> um so yeah I, uh, that's what we think too the people been dying and it's like you donate your face when you go there to die or whatever that's my guess um <clears throat> also you, i wonder if they can use other body parts like you know not just the face what if you want like some bigger titties or like you oh, know yeah. a lot of people they envy like you know oh, oh i want a big ass i want some nice full but, of lips but I, I i guess my question is how does he change skin tone because remember the first time he was a, a black what? man that looked like he had just finished eating drinking some sweet tea and, and eating some fish <laughs> and was like uh bitch get out my dough mm-hmm. you know my cornbread cooking <laughs> to this white dude so how you turn skin tone i don't know he, he that good karen um you know i just want to know question. when it comes to theon can he help a nigga out can he help theon with a dick I mean, they got a bunch of parts. Well, they call him the mini face man. Can he be the mini dick man? I don't know. Yeah, he, can, he just he can go through there and pick whatever dick he want. I'm pretty sure they got all shades and colors. Cause Theon is, I'm sure Theon is definitely ready to be no one and ready to be someone else. Uh, so he probably could pass the test. Um, I wonder if you when you get your dick cut off, is it like when you get a haircut? No, <laughs> just I hope. Be no. Like just grow your hair for a long time. You cut it off. No. Probably you not. You feeling cold? 
yeah do, no. do pubes still grow down there like you gotta shave it yeah but they the longest thing down there after that so it's just kind of like you ain't gotta worry about oh, shit. you know what you just found the fucking bright side to getting your dick cut off you, <laughs> you gotta worry about yeah. cutting your dick no more yeah maintenance is easy now <laughs> that's the hardest part of shaving your just pubes man you got yeah oh my god well, well i guess you could use bubble down there then yeah you can yeah you can <laughs> all your drawers fit even the ones you wore when you was kids mm-hmm. like you ain't gotta do nothing now <laughs> looking like ken you know what man you could probably start shopping in the ladies department you straight after mm-hmm. that <clears throat> um, what were you gonna say netta netta yeah netta was saying something I, I ain't got nothing i have nothing <laughs> Oh, uh, that was before that dickless tangent sorry about that <laughs> um so uh he basically he basically asked her um look um are you he said is a girl ready to give up her ears her nose her tongue her hopes her dreams her love and hates um and i was like what the kardashians got to do with this but oh, Lord. uh she's like all that makes a girl who she is forever no but she is ready to become someone else and uh i was like all right you know that's a step so because we we know as an audience that because she held on to that sword and she says that list every night before she go to bed she's not ready to stop being Arya stark she wants she got more people to kill and shit to do mm-hmm. but she might be ready to use another person's face so that she can kill some people so i'm looking forward to that um so we cut back to Tyrion and Jorah. They walking across this island and shit. Um, and <laughs> they was having a conversation where Tyrion was asking all the questions I have about Daenerys. Right. Okay. She's like, if you think about her story arc, right? Her daddy was killed. He was the Mad King. He was killed by the Kingslayer, stabbed in the back by Jamie Lannister, right? She was just a little girl she was esconded you know like taken out of the city you know and exiled and like you know lives in secret on the run and she you know she's never been killed but she has never really lived in king's landing so her right to rule the throne is purely by bloodline right there's nothing really royal about her her father was crazy as fuck and nobody liked him so her right to the throne while it does kind of make sense on just a pure birthright standpoint it's kind of crazy in every other standpoint right um which is what Tyrion's point was which is like why she get to be on the throne and why are you so loyal to her the mormons actually fought for king robert the first nigga that was killed uh the first king um in the rebellion so they weren't even on the targaryen side so it's like why are you doing all this shit for this girl and you know i was waiting for Tyrion to say it but he didn't but like like netta said and like brandon said it's love mm-hmm. he loved that girl that's all it is um so yeah jorah said that he was a cynic uh basically you know saying like you're you're an atheist Tyrion. i was an atheist too but then um this motherfucker walked into the fire with three dragon eggs and came out with three dragons and she wasn't burned so after i heard them dragons crying uh i believed and uh it's kind of funny because didn't they just see a dragon last week they did Tyrion Mm -hmm. did yeah so So that's why he believes them like he has no reason not to believe him about the dragons he actually saw one flying overhead so yeah um he did notice that the targaryens are famously insane which made me also think about danny like could she be crazy at some point yeah you don't never know i guess it see to me everything she does sounds crazy if i like told somebody at the supermarket this story they be like oh that that motherfucker's crazy 
feed motherfuckers the dragons but to me it'd be feeling sane at the time i'd be like yeah feed that nigga you're to talking a dragon. about game of thrones though that's probably the quickest death ever getting eaten by a dragon much <laughs> much worse could have happened all of them to the dragon yo i really wanted her to do it, especially that lionel richie motherfucker i don't like him <laughs> i don't something about him i don't trust him um, he getting the best deal ever ain't he getting to marry yeah but you know he ain't gonna get no sex or nothing she ain't gonna fuck that dude well he would quiver in the pussy anyway he already scared the high hell of her true he gonna have to watch dario fucking shit uh that, <laughs> that dude gets to fuck every white chick on television now <laughs> that nigga that played dario yeah every time they be like so we need somebody to fuck our main character <laughs> he just be showing up like i came for this casting my manager called me you got the part sir i got, got my it. beard ready we you good. got sir you don't got an audition you got the goddamn part well, i Go gotta ahead. save with my skills uh, but yeah so um uh she uh he basically so so he basically said look the targaryens are insane uh a woman that hasn't spent a single day of her adult life in westeros becomes the ruler of westeros that's justice um and then he said yes it's hers by birthright he said why because her father who burned living men for amusement was the king and at that point i i I really had to get off my high horse because um hasn't everybody that's held the throne been cruel and crazy not not uh not the stark's daddy well, he never held the, oh, well, he was king of the north, but you know, I guess the throne and, uh, King's Landing, like, sound like that's, I mean, Rob was kind of fucked up. Um, so was, uh, Joffrey was the most fucked up. Mm-hmm. Yes, he well, was. he, he was, you're right, yeah. he was. The Mad King was fucked up, he got killed, like, why not Daenerys? Fuck it. Um, mm-hmm. so, so then this nigga Jorah, who made his his case to Tyrion about how he was a pirate and he knew how to avoid all the pirates and shit and all the trappings and if he traveled with him they was gonna be safe and they was gonna make it to a motherfucking marine this nigga gets them kidnapped immediately mm-hmm. like he looked like Tyrion was like uh talking and shit and, and Joel was like hold up get behind this rock it's a slave ship and he was like and, Joel, and uh Tyrion's like what would a slave ship be doing on land what was it pirates Oh, pirate. No, it was a slave ship. It was a slave ship. Yeah, it was a slave ship. And, um, and George said, well, they probably got su- getting supplies and, and then a sl- one of the slavers interrupted him and was like, and water. <laughs> like I heard y'all talking. Mm-hmm. And I was like, how do these niggas get that close? You're supposed so to be a, you're, right. You're supposed to be an expert, dog. He's in love, right? Like everything he does, bro, like nothing has made sense since he kidnapped Tyrion. Like, Tyrion is listening. I'm telling you, Tyrion told him the whole truth and nothing but the truth because he dumb as fuck. Like, it's yeah. nothing. Tyrion is with him. And the last episode, Tyrion almost drowned because of this motherfucker. True. True. Like, this, he is, nothing no, he has no. done has made sense yet. Not almost. He did drown. Right. That nigga drowned, yo. Fucking with George. So, motherfucker was like, don't let him touch you. My hands are bound. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you mean don't let him touch me? Right. You supposed to barrel roll around this bitch? what's up so um yeah man so it's like the it's like he really was like it's pirates i mean it's slave ships and it panned the camera panned to the right and slave ship dudes are standing right there like yes it's us um so then uh my nigga adabisi came on the show um apparently they went and found him at the oz i haven't seen him in a lot of stuff uh good to see him working again uh so adabisi from oz showed up and he was the captain of the slave ship and uh he punched jor in the face twice for for breathing i don't even know what that was about he just fucked he hit him twice and then he was like got some fight in you like that don't even make sense you just hit this nigga for no reason dog um 
and then he said uh we're gonna put them either in the salt mines or we can make them like a uh a galley slave and then he said this other dude was like what about the dwarf and he was like worthless cut his throat and i was like hold up if he's worthless couldn't y'all just free him like that's fucked up man you just said you not even gonna sell the nigga and at first he was like he's worthless cut his throat and i was like well just let him go but then he was like actually we could sell his dick um because apparently dwarf dick is like a huge seller in the game in the slave game i don't know what that means me either uh but he said we'll sell it for a fortune the dwarf's cock has magic powers how you gonna sell it for a fortune if they think it's small yeah <laughs> that's what i don't get like there was like we gonna do every Tyrion has had to fight for his dick's pride at least once every season somebody right. makes a joke about him having a small dick and he's like yeah okay how about i drop my pants to show you what what are the magical powers of dwarf penis anyway like i need mean, someone should look bigger i guess I, what they I, think I, I don't know yeah i don't know the, what are the rules here <laughs> you just put it beside your dick and be like you could have this is it just like up on the stage up on a uh, shelf next to like sage uh you know rosemary your thine yeah pass me that um pass me that that garlic and that dwarf dick girl i'm about to put my foot in these chairs yeah you got cancer come suck on some of this dwarf dick (laughs) you'll be cured yeah just rub the the dwarf dick on that girl yeah you get that all out of there (laughs) so um rabbit's foot a dwarf dick i keep all my lucky charms oh lord (laughs) so so Tyrion was basically like hey man uh please don't kill me trying to come trying to stall him for time and he basically came up with this idea which is hey if you kill me how they gonna know the dwarf it's a dwarf penis and the guy was like because it's gonna be a dwarf sized penis <laughs> what does that mean <laughs> i don't right it's like how many dwarf it? penises have you seen for you to know it's a dwarf sized penis would yeah. that be like a baby penis right, that's like, what i'm assuming emphasize how many penises have you seen right. to know what a dwarf sized penis look like sir yeah you're telling on yourself sir it would have been funny if one of the uh other slave ship people would have been like paul son like <laughs> like like cameron would have got a cameo in there he could have dropped some of that homophobia in there Cameron got a cameo yeah <laughs> <laughs> paul's b Harlem, and it just that'd be the end of his cameo but um yeah so he said uh guess again which was one of my favorite lines because he said basically you got a small penis he said guess again with so much anger in that shit because he's tired so mad not only was he fighting for his freedom not to get his dick cut off but then he had to vouch for his size like he was like like, god damn it man y'all already about to make me a slave now you got to talk about my dick size Mm -hmm. y'all ain't got to do that to a brother damn tired of that bullshit man you said uh, that shit with anger also um <laughs> uh as a small like footnote there's cock merchants Mm-mm. it's just stores that sell like they just specialize in dicks like that's interesting i don't know if it's like dildos or what he just said cock merchant i wonder they do like uh animals like just penises just period like mm i don't know but now i kind of want them to get into the black market of right, to put cocks. which is brew what's happening here yeah we need like a whole like you know how they do the extras on hbo we need like a five minute extra on the cock aftermarket uh the used cock market going around uh the used cock market yeah it's not a virgin penis yeah i just need them to explain what the fuck and why because that's why they apparently got that job um and also they said they would be selling for volantis so that they could sell them into slavery um which is so funny because that's where jorah kidnapped this nigga from jorah has the worst luck 
but they ended up deciding that they would actually use Jorah to fight in the pits because uh Tyrion, Tyrion is smarter than him yeah he brought up that Jorah is one of the best fighters in the land and that he beat up the Kingslayer at, at this meet and it was like uh nigga you talking about some jousting jousting nah man that's fancy that's fancy boy games like we don't we don't do that like we we talking about the pits nigga like we from the streets fighting the hood you know like that and um he was like uh well i did kill a dothraki blood rider in single combat and everybody was like you full of shit he was like yeah i did his name was quotho quotho and uh yeah i fucked that nigga up uh, and i remembered that fight i actually went and found it on youtube that was when he fought that dude in full armor uh and that dude only had um you know he had the curvy sword yeah that was the one that tried to get to Daenerys or whatever because he was just tired of following her he was bullshit right, he was going to kill count uh i mean not count he was going to kill um but draco or whatever his name yeah Dra- uh, drago drago yeah he was going to kill him because he was sick Mm-hmm. and since he was sick and you can't win in single combat then you can no longer be the dothraki um leader so he was like let me in the tent i'm gonna go kill this nigga and then i'm gonna be the leader and jor basically you know fighting for daenerys's love again uh was like no uh fight me and he fought him and he won on kind of technicality he trapped that dude's blade between his arm and the side of his armor and while the dude couldn't swing, he knocked his ass upside the head with his broadsword. So that's how he won, you know what I'm saying, technically. How many of these fights have you seen on this show where people truly won by skill, though, bro? I know. You take some you, old bullshit happening. You take what you get. I'm not. Right. Look, this, <laughs> is, this is Game of Thrones because none of these <laughs> niggas are actually that skilled with a sword. Yeah, it's like if I fought. But it's just funny because it's like if you told me, like, nigga i'll play you one-on-one i'll beat lebron james and then somebody's like man lebron james got a cramp though i like it count but it's kind of some bullshit that's that's all mm-hmm. i'll say it is like it counts so he he did win the fight right um and uh you know good for him and shit so he said take me to slavers bay uh put put a sword in my hand and i'll prove my worth now daenerys did open up the pits but there's not supposed to be slaves fighting in the pits i guess they'll tackle that hurdle when they get to it in a couple weeks or whatever uh but it'll be interesting to see what happens um let's see what she else. opened up the pits for fighting and she really thought that they weren't gonna start enslaving motherfuckers again yeah you know they're gonna have some type of work She's so special and blonde she 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 be gentrifying the fuck out of people's houses <laughs> just don't she gonna put she can't she can't wait to put a whole foods on the corner how many sullies she got left because i know she started out with like eighty thousand. how many she got left now <laughs> good 20 because this they've had a hard road she lost like at least ten thousand last two weeks ago so uh i've been looking forward to this scene for a couple weeks uh lord baelish finally got back to king's landing and uh he found out that uh business has been closed no more hoes no more booze <laughs> it's it's a wrap for your kind and they couldn't they locked the doors and was like mm, you did not pass inspection or well, they, they killed all the men that was going mm. there too yeah so at least how you shut down a business if you kill everybody that uses that business it's pretty much closed and lancer was waiting on his ass like he had the little you know he got the little tattoo on his head and shit now whatever and he was waiting on his ass like hold up baelish and lord baelish was like yes lancel lannister he said uh uh-uh, it's brother lancel now we abandoned our family names and he was like that's quite a family to abandon 
and he said well look man a lot of shit done changed we put the wine in the gutters we broke all the false idols we only served the seven now and we put the godless on the run and i love motherfucking lord baelish's answer which was well done right uh, <laughs> like it was like fuck that got to do with me nigga i'm about selling these hoes and Dude so was clearly bragging yeah he was like <laughs> good for you like he did everything but slow clap for that nigga like because mm. he don't he doesn't realize what lord baelish has done since he got angry because he couldn't he wasn't old enough to go to the whorehouse yet right and just wreaked havoc in the name of the whatever whatever god mm-hmm. the seven so uh he says uh look um he put his hand on lord baelish like you ain't going nowhere and lord baelish said i'm on urgent urgent business with the queen mother shall i send word that i'll be delayed and i was like so baelish somehow whether through his sources or whatever has figured out that the faith militant the new religious army does work for cersei they answer to cersei in some capacity Mm -hmm. because lancel knew to back the fuck up off of him and let him go uh and then he told him uh look man you won't be uh peddling any more uh flesh up in here he said we both peddle fantasies brother lancel mine just happened to be entertaining and that was the best that was the line of the night for me nick baelish dropped bars it was bars nothing it was bars but the line of the night is coming up that but that was bars for the rest. that was mine right. i was like this he just killed his whole religion in like two words <laughs> he did though uh so bayless goes to meet with cersei um uh he gave her credit for arresting loris you know because he's like i know you ain't want to marry that nigga because he gay and you hating and she was like Mm-mm, i ain't arrest him that was the faith militant so she's so <laughs> she's so smooth with it like she did but she didn't you know and so you know they kept talking he was like well look man um it's still fucked up and she was like i can't be responsible for him being arrested as much as i can't be responsible for his proclivities that he takes with other men and he said well house terrell won't tolerate this insult and she says house terrell is not the insulted party i'm the insulted party he was promised to me and he be having sex with them men and she was he was like all right then damn let's talk about something else <laughs> i mean she really thought of everything yeah, she's so fucking petty like you know the she only is. she's the petty she in a way she's I, like let the house burn because i am that fucking petty in a way though i love her for it like it's hard like i have a love hate relationship <laughs> with her because she is evil but i love her for that just being like fuck you then niggas like <laughs> i will do this myself then you know and her plan has no fucking holes in it except one which is uh if Tommen possibly mans up and and actually uses his authority as king which doesn't seem like he's gonna do that boy is a little bitch he he could be about eight disney <laughs> oh flicks before he ever realized he was just in the pussy not two nights ago and he still ain't standing up for it he can't help himself man he's a nice kid he don't even know what he was in rod he was like whatever we just did that was amazing <laughs> you know i haven't had that talk about the birds and the bees yet but you know yeah i just they need an outtake of him and joffrey playing toys because i know joffrey used to damn beat his ass in toys no he really didn't have a relation we didn't know about that kid yeah while joffrey while joffrey was that kid was somewhere else hiding you know joffrey had all the good legos all the good transformers Joffrey probably beat him with the toys motherfucking time and playing with gobots yeah real life hoes for his arrow training like you, you just couldn't you couldn't be the better brother than Joffrey. oh uh, so 
he uh he said so this is my line of the night okay she uh um cersei says instead of trying to be with me lawrence chose the company of boys and then my man baelish said one's choice of company is a curious thing mm-hmm because she fucked her brother and it was this silence in the air like yeah nigga i'm talking about you fucking your brother multiple times ain't having babies and multiple she, babies and right she, and then her face was blank because she was looking for an insult and she didn't have one for a second she needed like 10 seconds who doesn't know she fucks her brother like her daddy knows she fuck her brother mm-hmm. her brother her little brother knows she fuck her brother mm-hmm. what's the name is blind brad is brad or whatever the, the youngest brother he blind and he the last thing he saw was her fucking her brother true everybody knows blind now everybody yeah. knows the one that got pushed off the wall and can't walk no more yeah wait where is he they say he's not in this season i think i read something that said that yeah i'm so mad because that that story was compelling as fuck to me like i wanted to know what was happening with them in that big ass tree with them little kids the children you know, come back with all the magic bro yeah you i hope that nigga that? come back like gandalf <laughs> i don't know man gandalf be getting trapped in every lord of the rings movie he always get caged yo but nobody make a better entrance than gandalf though this nigga be like he'll whisper to a butterfly in act one of the movie and in act three dragons show up you like the fuck out? like they don't even tell you what happened to make the machinations work so that by the third scene he could be riding a fucking eagle on horseback it don't even make sense he just come back and be like nigga i'm back it was just crazy he just he get caught too much for me i'd be like this nigga get off all powerful till he cage. i know i don't understand his weaknesses three movies he trapped in a fucking cage i I don't hey man i'm not gonna lie i don't understand his powers at all i don't either i read the books and seen the movies and i still don't understand why he's so great he be making hella fabulous entrances though man (laughs) that nigga parachute out of some cars like fast and furious or some shit you like where the fuck this nigga come from this nigga's amazing and then he disappears for three movies (laughs) like this nigga's useless (laughs) (laughs) he be like all right y'all take care of yourselves they'll be like where you going yeah that nigga always gotta go he be like all right guys I saved you from the trolls, but I need you to walk through this dangerous forest of spiders, and I got some shit to do. I'm going to lead y'all to this <laughs> dragon, and uh, I'm going to lead y'all halfway. I'll holler back after y'all kill the dragon. Yeah. I'll at me. Yeah, y'all be safe. I'll uh-huh. get through this dragon in these five armies. Holler back. So the, good to say, look for me in the east. Right, yeah. <laughs> just look for it. Hey, yo, that nigga fought a troll and died. And then just came back with new clothes, dog. It didn't even make sense. They he were. was a different Gandalf. He was Gandalf the White now. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he had arisen. He was like, yo, I just came back from Puff Daddy White Party, man. What what, what happened? <laughs> Died and went to heaven. Had yeah. to come back, though, say Frodo. Know yeah. what I'm saying? Uh, I'm about to fight these trolls, but don't don't get nothing on my white, on these white Jordans, all right? I just hey, got man, these. quick question. Has somebody, like, developed a site based on what how baelish would be able to operate if twitter and shit was in the world because mm. this motherfucker could be everywhere and it's only because they can't never fucking find him true that he is able to maneuver this way just seen this motherfucking king's landing dropping signs off <laughs> yeah. just seen this motherfucking restaurant like, yo in a world with fucking selfies baelish would be dead yo <laughs> he wouldn't be able to do shit <laughs> in a world where niggas would be like yo i'm gonna take a selfie with uh with baelish real quick yo <laughs> That nigga would be so fucking dead, it wouldn't even make sense, bro. Just seen Baylor throwing his new wife out the damn air hole after she was letting her son breastfeed. <laughs> like, what's the fuck yeah. Baylor's doing, bro? Yo, this nigga Baylor's supposed to be kissing this girl. Hashtag, what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> like, 
Like, yeah. <laughs> just be on the move, bro. Yo, so I, niggas would be atting Cersei and shit. At Cersei. I swear I just seen Bayless chilling. Somebody with, need to do this. With Somebody Sansa. needs to do Game of Thrones Twitter. Black Twitter On what they be doing, bro. Uh, that should be good, yo. <laughs> I would be there for all of it. The hey, hashtags would be marvelous. You know who would have snitched already, too? Brian. She would have been told, like, yo, at, at, uh, at Jamie, uh, I just see, at, I just see at tagging, at Sir, at Sansa and at Littlefinger up in this end, turn my location on, come get them. <laughs> uh, so she brought up, cause Cersei couldn't think of an insult right away, but she did. She, she never want for an insult. She was like, um, okay, yeah, I did fuck my brother, but what about the wife you just killed? First of all, she was a yeah she she said she was a thoroughly repellent woman and then she said forgive me i know you're still in mourning because she know that nigga killed her and then he said lisa was a good woman a kind woman and she cut him off and said she wasn't either of those things we both know it her name is lisa dog that's like two words different from lisa <laughs> that motherfucker was ugly and terrible <laughs> she was mean and then she breastfed that boy that crazy he was like, little boy he was she like actually 13. held him in her arms on his lap like santa and pulled the titty out that is disturbing oh my god how how is that okay in real life by the way did they use like a you not dip an oreo in that though that motherfucker was just like he was living the titty life oh my god dude how her milk been running that long in right. real, but in real life <laughs> do they give her like a prosthetic titty or something because that's a, that's actually is that two, little kid really sucking on her real titty <laughs> those are two real people right like what how did they film that like this gotta be against some laws or some shit man people gotta look into <laughs> that the titty yeah, I hope so, man. Cause, you know, now that I, now that I'm grown and I'm thinking about it, that ain't right. Mm-mm. Uh, so Cersei, uh, said basically like that poor boy, he didn't have any parents cause you killed his mama. <laughs> and he was like, well, I know about growing up without parents and she cut him off. So I don't know if that was like the Lannisters had something to do with his parents nine or she just didn't want to make him have sympathy. She was like, I don't give a fuck, nigga. And she was like, so will the Knights of the Veil fight for the king? And he's like, Lord Robin, he's my advice. I'll tell him to fight for the king. You know, he's going to have y'all back. And then he said, oh, shit, by the way, Sansa is alive. And, um, I, you know, my people tell me <laughs> she uh she hanging out with the Boltons and she planning, he's, Bruce Bolton is planning to marry her to his son, Ramsey. And uh, Cersei was like, uh, nigga, that can't be true right and she said uh and uh and my man uh little thing was like nah it's true dog um she alive <laughs> and um they is gonna get married i got good sources now the source is him <laughs> right right like the source is you Ooh. nigga i still don't understand how he makes all of these maneuvers and nobody sends a pigeon a falcon a hawk <laughs> right. nothing no nothing Facebook. gets delivered people see him coming in their town and nobody hears anything six months later somehow he gets around the whole world in a couple of days he amazing dog um him and Varys. yep so uh he the lannisters um may bolton the warden of the north because he betrayed um the stark family killing rob stark his wife their unborn child the fucking the, the mom like they killed all the starks basically except for Arya and uh says and then of course those two little boys who they don't know is, are alive so they killed all the starks on behalf of the lannisters got to become warden of the north 
and even with that they was like that's not good enough we're gonna marry the starks because if you marry sansa that actually boosts your importance in the north and people are very loyal to the starks um so that was their plan and and cersei was like you know basically her dad made that deal and she was like we were fools to to trust the turncloak but in my mind i'm thinking you trusting Littlefinger right now telling all this shit oh and this nigga just be trusting Littlefinger. i don't know yo he the best yo i don't i'm telling you how i don't know bro he the most he is always around when shit is about to go down and never there when it blows out and then he just be showing up picking up wreckage like i'm here to help everybody know that he untrustworthy and everybody tell them they business man i don't but they don't know why he untrustworthy that's why he's so good they have no idea why they can't trust him they just be feeling like i don't i don't like this dude yeah, he but he got information he and best. i really don't have a reason not to trust him besides my gut fucking instinct which yeah, he, they never follow he is the best at being the worst right and you know what and he the thing about him he always come and give you information i think that's why people oh, keep him around right like when he comes he'll tell you some shit that he know you don't know oh my god he like when you when you talk sit next to an old black woman in church dog you, <laughs> y'all, y'all ever have that happen where you be sitting next to an old black woman and she be like look at her being all fast you know she uh had sex with the reverend's boy uh, a couple weeks ago i heard about it i heard she got pregnant. but i ain't telling nobody I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just talking to you you know and then you fuck <laughs> you fuck around and tell her your business like yeah you yeah, know that's how you get something right you're like i was hung i'm hung over right now i'm gonna be honest with you i shouldn't even he's be a peddler man right that's, and then that's what he peddles he's a seller of information right and then yeah. when you leave the old black lady turned to the, another person and be like you know tomorrow boy be coming in here drunk <laughs> yeah i was talking to him <laughs> the shit is he gets all his information for free Mm-hmm. because he can come up and peddle some information to you he basically taking notes on the way in and out your home mm-hmm. right and then he goes and he sells that shit to somebody else while taking notes in and out their home and right. that's all he do is just a circle peddling information about people he's the biggest gossiper of medieval times that's, that's why he ahead of the game he is twitter um so um basically uh cersei was like i'm gonna skin i'm gonna flay him like his banner and i'm like cersei you ain't about to do shit mm-hmm. um so um she don't realize that she don't really have any power in the moment because uh my man and i think Littlefinger already knew to answer these questions but he was basically like so uh you gonna get your uncle kevin to fight the war she was like no nah, he a coward and he won't fight for anybody but you know the king oh so. that's the one was like uh bitch kiss my ass till i see the king and yeah. pack this shit and left yeah okay. that was her uncle he was like I don't, I don't i don't he just he just peeled out old school sexism and was like i ain't listen to no woman and left um and then uh he was like well you can send jamie and she was like he away on personal business trying to get they daughter mm-hmm. back um and then he was like well shit i got the knights of the veil they know how to fight in the cold and shit i'll send them up there because what you need to do is wait for stannis to fight Roose bolton whoever wins you send your army you attack them and then all you got to do in return make me the warden of the north and she was like um nigga you can't fight so no you know what i'm saying like what the fuck you gonna do you are you sell hoes and information i like <laughs> neither one of that is military strategy he was like look man it ain't gonna cost you no money and it won't cost you any men let me send my army and then make me the warden of the north and she said uh okay that's cool and i'll talk to the king and he'll issue a decree and he was like that's what's up uh you know because i'm i won't rest until the lion is flying over uh winterfell 
you know which would make mm-hmm. sense because right now they have the flayed man over winterfell they defaced all the damn dire wolves mm-hmm. so Tip like them all off. yeah winterfell basically just getting bought like it's like like the first couple squares on monopoly they they flipping that property yeah everybody owns some of that shit right so uh he was like uh yeah so i'll you know i'm gonna handle that for you i got your back dog and she says i'll know you're loyal when sansa stark's head is on a spike and i was like ooh, i don't know i don't know that little finger would do that me either like I that's the only that's the only lineage left of the woman he's in love with still which is now why he's in love with Sansa. Mm-hmm. But question, how the fuck are Bruce, Bo- how are Bolton and Stannis not the same damn person? Because I've been getting them motherfuckers confused since I first seen them both. You think they look alike? They look too much alike to me, man. They both like going old gray ball. And every time I see them <laughs> in clothing, I just be confused. I'd be like, so where are we right now? Because I don't know which one this is. Do he got the witch with him? Okay, that's Stannis. Uh, you know, that's a good point. Stannis is a little bit more, uh, his hair cut a little more tight. Like he got a number one, you know what I'm saying? I feel like mm. Bolton got a number two, but you're right. They they favor for a long time. They just they they confuse. This why this, again, why, yeah. this this why TV shows need diversity though. Like we need a little bit more. Like like throw a nigga in there, man, so we could be like, oh okay, it's the black one. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes they go a little too far with all these white people, man. They do start to look alike. I'm sorry, white people. I know y'all listening to this one, probably not the other shows. Y'all do look alike after a while. So um, well, Bolton, I can tell him apart now because. Bolton always looked like he don't want to go home, and I never understood why till I seen his wife. Oh, and I'm nigga. Like, oh, I get oh. It. well, <laughs> he, he married, but see, he married one of the the Freys as part mm-hmm. of that deal. And remember, Walter Frey so he married a Frey. Yeah, Frey yeah, married? yeah. Uh, he married one of the Freys, and you, <laughs> you know, you know, the whole thing with the Freys was that all they daughters is ugly. Mm. So like, it was no good choice. And then the fucking uh one of the starks had picked out the good looking one and then when he went back for the for the bedding ceremony they probably killed his ass and then they killed the rest of the starks so like you know bruce uh my man bolton only got the ugly ones for him man mm. so anyway um uh, and i don't even really think she ugly she just big man you know what i'm saying she just needs he was to, a very disturbing she was big man person. he might be in the bbw we don't know what he into. it wasn't it wasn't just the big bro <laughs> I feel like she had like a mole on the side of her face. No, man. No, nah, I, I watched that again because I, I had to watch all of them twice. I was looking at it. I was like, she, you know, she's just bigger. What is wrong with that? that slop, bro. Look, nigga, it's cold in the north. All and right? I'm a fat nigga. <laughs> hey, so cu- I cuffing, ain't got nothing against. Cuffing season her, is coming. Slop, bro. If, and winter is coming. Right. If oh, winter is coming. And winter is if coming. winter is coming, then we know cuffing season is full in full force right now in, in uh, Winterfell. Like I'm surprised we haven't seen more relationships. Um, <laughs> I think we've seen enough relationships in this episode, to be quite honest. <laughs> nah, that's true. But my nigga Sam should be like a hot commodity, man. You should be walking around like girls cold out there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it's not cold in in these folds. Um. Anyway, oh, so Lord. so uh, Baylor said he gonna send his troops. My, you know, my guess is that I don't know. He's so he's so slippery. I could see him killing Sansa on some like hey nigga i'm just trying to get over but i really feel like he would just flip it somehow and join up with stannis or something like that and like marry uh sansa stark for himself after they kill off the boltons and then join their their war i I feel like he'd do some shit like that he don't seem like the type to 
I don't know. He kissed Sands on the mouth. I just don't want to believe he'll kill her. All I right? have no <laughs> idea what he's trying to do. He, he is unpredictable. I would never play Monopoly with this nigga. Mm-mm. Yeah. Like, you he know that. have all the houses, all the hotels. The money just be gone. You, you be paying real rent money. Yo, he, right. he a guaranteed re-nigger in, um, in space. Oh, of course. Oh, you want yeah. to know what happened. And, and he changed the rules, too. He be like, oh, hold up. Nah, we said Deuce is not. Nah, we said Deuce is just two of space. Like, what? you were like what <laughs> uh did you put that in the kitty you like nigga we ain't got no, no he kitty put the whole game on you in the middle of it you started off with spades you ended in pinochle right you have no <laughs> idea how, <to> <laughs> how do we get here tonk we was not playing tonk at the beginning of this game he slammed, nigga, i declared war and you lose he slammed a, he slammed a queen on the on the, on the thing and just be like domino that was right. about, nigga, i was about to say bingo <laughs> yeah right <laughs> exactly right and look at you be like go fish you be like what what the fuck I, what, what are we playing I, I win again you gotta keep up just raking all the money um all right so uh <laughs> uh we cut to the gardens and uh dorn where jamie's um daughter slash niece is <laughs> is uh dating um oh all right yo uh netta has to go guys she gotta catch a train netta thank you so much for coming on man thanks for having me no doubt it was fun fun, man make sure y'all follow netta on twitter (laughs) n-e-t-t eight a's um and uh yeah you're welcome back anytime thank you bye everybody bye bye Bye. sweetie oh man love her appreciate her coming by me too a busy schedule yes i know man i'm just like the whole time we was on the air i was just like please nobody do no crazy shit train to train to freedom right right yeah the underground railroad i was like mm-hmm. please nobody do nothing crazy so she can stay the whole time because you never know what the way they shooting us like hotcakes right now um all right so <laughs> um the uh you know they so basically the daughter uh and fucking um whatever it is and, and the, and the martell son uh they're making out you know they're kissing they all in love and shit they're talking about you know being together he says he's gonna ask her to marry her tomorrow which i don't know why you say why not just ask, okay whatever so he says he's gonna ask her to marry him to marry him tomorrow uh meanwhile doran and that uh uh that bird man looking nigga with the big ass scimitar was uh staring down and he was like a lannister and a martell they have no idea how dangerous that is we must protect them and he asked uh my man he said yo you use your accent a long time he's like oh i still know how to use this motherfucker dog don't worry about that um and then uh they cut to jamie and Braun riding on horseback uh and on horses that they jacked in the stolen clothes they got and uh Braun was singing a really disrespectful sounding song about the dornish talking about the dornish man's wife <clears throat> I don't and uh, Jamie cut him off before he could end it, but come on, that shit was gonna end fucked up, right? It's Game of Thrones. <laughs> um, so um, they asked, uh, you know, my, my man uh, Jamie was like, "All right, that's the path to the Water Gardens. Uh, we'll just follow that, and we'll go go get my daughter." And and Brian goes, "And then what?" And Jamie says, "I like to improvise." And then Brian goes, well, that explains the golden hand. Right. <laughs> Nigga. Jamie Face was looking like Cole and uh, Martin whenever he used to get clowned on. Like, yeah, nigga, you got me, you know. Uh, but he can't help. You know, he, he can't say anything because, you know, he need Brian. Yes, he does. Uh, our girl, Ilaria, was giving a speech 
to the the sand snakes you said unbowed unbent unbroken for oberon uh and i don't it's like i like alaria because she's so like out for revenge mm-hmm. but i kind of don't because it's like her plan is basically terrorism it wasn't a good plan at all like it was so bad she was actually surprised when it didn't work and they came <laughs> to get her ass right she was, she was, she really was about to pull it out. I have no idea what happened today when things went down. <laughs> I <laughs> always, like she wanted to say, like, just not good at being a leader. I always hang out in this room by myself with plans. We were inconspicuous. Who <laughs> you weren't. So, Laria, uh, cause her plan is basically to force her country into a war by kidnapping and, and mutilating, uh, Marcella, um, the daughter, niece of Jamie and, and, and Cersei and and then that'll make king's landing send their army and then that's that'll force doran to pull out his army like this is a crazy ass plan so anyway just for and for no reason yeah so the she, tried to, she tried to bailish it and it didn't work yeah she really did it's not easy being bailish all right no, it's not you gotta really know the game dog so Marcella was uh kissing on tristan pretty hard and uh jamie walked up and i'm like man he lucky he walked up when he did because he like he was three seconds later and tristan was gonna be fingers deep in that all right he was gonna definitely be <laughs> at third base or more um because it was getting hot and heavy first and, time he seen his daughter in a minute he just had a daddy moment walked in <laughs> and stopped shit from happening right he said marcella and she turned around and was like uncle jamie i was like uncle Mm-hmm. uh she was like uh you know jamie and then uh tristan walked over and was like oh you didn't tell us that you was gonna come visit uh and he was like can i just talk to you to marcella in private real quick because we need to go and she was like i don't want to leave i'm in love with this nigga and right then tristan walked over to shake hands jamie shook it with the wrong hand because one hand's made of gold Mm-hmm. now i'm like why didn't you shake it with the gold hand because that's way more intimidating in my opinion like a big heavy ass gold hand just smack your hand like yeah boy this is my daughter you dating you know so uh you know he he shook wrong hands and then tristan noticed that there was blood on bronze clothes mm-hmm. and he was like hold up now what the fuck y'all doing here what y'all about to do and bron said look boy don't do anything stupid and tristan went to reach for his sword and brian said that's something stupid and knocked his ass out <laughs> um so then they have in my opinion look i i'll ask you guys what you thought of it too i guess they have uh, to me a terrible fight i, I hate mm-hmm. the choreography in this fight Karen, i expected there to be more you know yeah they hyped up the sand snakes i thought we was about to see some ninja shit like these motherfuckers about to be hell with all they various weapons and shit right. and i felt like it really wasn't that good a fight and i thought that the black dude was gonna come and just whoop and just wreck shop i was like okay this is about to be a fight he was like i would have caught you if you had both of your hands i was like it was mm-hmm. it was more of a tussle which right. i don't really look forward to tussles in game of thrones it really was though you said earlier it was like a power rangers fight yeah it really did feel like they just didn't want to hit them in the face like they all was the yellow ranger and they didn't want to hit any of them actually <laughs> dude they just like even dude um i don't know what his name is but even dude that knocked the kid out Bron. at the end of it was taunting her like if i really wanted to fuck you up i could have it's cute though i like your little fighting moves and shit you was throwing punches and kicks you seemed angry i felt it felt real i yeah. felt like you could actually yeah. injure me dog i yeah like maybe it's because they didn't hit each other a lot i don't know man but 
like even with the whip like the whip wasn't cutting them it was just like wrapping around their arms so they couldn't deliver a final blow and then like everybody would reset it was almost like a dojo fight where it's like all right go back to your corners it was like if you took two dads and gave them swords and one of them had a metal hand and then you took a bunch of little flying squirrels little little uh little gabbies and you gave them weapons and they didn't actually know how to use them because they were just flipping around and doing cartwheels and doing spin moves. It was a lot of evasive maneuvering. The only thing but nothing mis- very offensive. The only thing missing was a ref to come in and be like, point, yellow. And then- right. It, just, <laughs> it, it, it was a very, very bad Karate Kid 2, Jaden Smith versus everyone type of fight. Right. I so. just didn't. I wasn't. And maybe it's because they also, I also noticed they did a lot of their own stunts in this fight, which, you know, they Probably normally don't do. Like when Oberyn right. fought the mountain, they had like a stand in to do all them flips and shit with that big ass with that big ass uh spear so that but, you could be like oh this nigga ain't no joke but with this yeah. joint it's like they just kept the camera on all their faces at the same time it's like oh no wonder they didn't do anything this is what it looks like when you don't actually edit a fight you mm. just shoot it as they practiced it and then you put that shit in the show yeah and i did notice a horrible edit at the end uh right when you know they were about to kidnap marcella uh the army of doran because keep in mind this dumbass fight is happening right under doran's balcony so it's not like they would be able to walk out so uh the army people come and the big black uh bird man looking dude comes and they like hey man put y'all swords down and right at the end when they were disengaging one of the girls who had a whip and a knife which is an interesting combo cut bronze and then uh they broke up the fight and when they did the edit it was like first it showed brian cut then they cut back to brian and his arm wasn't cut and so i was like that's bad editing but what hey how come people when somebody come and grab them and tell them i'm here to kidnap you and they start to run in one direction how come those people don't just fall to the ground like they throwing a terrible two tantrum why do they actually run along with the person in the direction they do not want to go yeah and it's not like like, you don't want to go just fall to the ground please it's not like she had a gun and the girl it was the same weight yeah she probably just can't fight anyway oh yeah she was terrible she got on my nerves please don't kidnap me while i run along with you in a way she's like i'm a princess are you taking me to king koopa's castle no mario can save me um my leg just can't move fast enough (laughs) yeah she's like what the fuck so she went in yeah so they break it up they save the princess from getting kidnapped they make everybody put down their weapons uh my favorite part is obera who clearly they're making to be like the son the, the daughter of oberon like the one in his namesake she's like i am obera sand i fight for dorn who do you fight for and the army was like nigga if you don't put your fucking spear down she's like all right my bad damn yeah i thought that part was corny as hell <laughs> yeah like did you first of all y'all supposed to be inconspicuous y'all got a mask on mm-hmm. you just announce yourself right <laughs> so her whole thing was like my cause is righteous y'all need to be fucking with us and they was like nigga if you don't put your motherfucking spear down and she did and then jamie tried to act like he didn't want to put his sword down and this was also horrible editing because they needed a quick one second shot of jamie not dropping his sword for some reason they didn't put it in so it just looked like the big Birdman nigga put his his spear to that dude's neck for no that reason. That shit looked bad. That was slow <laughs> as fuck. I remember that scene. I looked. At, I was like, why? 
did he move so slow and he did like a spin around move or something too yeah. but it was very calculated it was like he was counting his head one two three four five <laughs> <laughs> it's like this shit like, <laughs> i've been practicing this all night so yeah, he said i'm gonna get these moves in so he said when you were whole it would have been a good fight and then jamie dropped his sword and brian says you fight pretty good for a little girl <laughs> which is funny as shit um and then they found Alaria immediately because i'm guessing somebody snitched or maybe she always hang out in that room she again. Un- her daughter announced herself right as soon as yeah. they got caught my mom's is so-and-so we <laughs> yeah. fight for my dead dad right. <laughs> this is like, all oh, we know where to go then this is our secret plan oh damn so they found them <laughs> lady olena comes to king's landing uh they were in the, they were uh, in the chariot for some reason they stopped to take in a view and she rolled down the window and said you can smell the shit from five miles away and i said oh cool she gonna be dropping them bars and she was like why are we stopped go it stank um <laughs> and, and then it. her and uh marjorie were talking and she marjorie was like they arrested my brother they uh you know talking bad she was like look um if they arrested all the pillow biters in king's landing there'd be no room left in the dungeon for anyone else and uh <laughs> she was like i mean they basically let renly fuck everybody fucked out of stable boys and everything they ain't lock him up and marjorie's like well he was the king's brother and she was like but loris is the queen's brother uh and i was like a bit of a difference there yeah which but her point was you know you got a title they supposed to be letting him slide too Mm-hmm. Um, and as we see that title means jack nothing, shit nothing because marjorie didn't want to tell her the truth it's like when you get in trouble at school and you tell your mom the other side of it but you don't tell her what you did nah. marjorie need to tell the truth which is i laughed in that old bitch face and called her old and drunk and told her i was gonna get pregnant soon and had my friends do it too yeah we had a powwow and cup of joe and everything had a hashtag just going on away. Right. and cersei clapped back because that's what cersei do I, I called it when it happened i said nope you don't you do not touchdown dance at the five yard line. Nah. You touchdown dance in the end zone. All right. Anytime somebody on this fucking show start high stepping at the 20 yard line, showboating, they always get tackled before the end zone, fumble, and get a safety. Like it's always the same <laughs> shit. And this motherfucker gonna do it. So. But Marjorie was out here being a damn teacher in the news sleeping mm-hmm. with the students and was like i got this game on lock and right. all of them been caught up so i don't know what she was thinking <laughs> yes mm-hmm. i don't know what she was thinking but it never you you are not a smart person if you are fucking minors let's just put it like that it's you are not a very cunning individual if you taking minors dick it we just agree. ain't it, sorry we agree man you so, better get caught up so um um she said uh well i think you know, cersei's behind it she said of course she is she wants to drag our name through the dirt put us in our place um and lady torrell was like uh olina was like i'm gonna talk to her and uh she walked in cersei's office cersei was drawing penises or some shit i don't know what she was doing yeah but she was not paying any fucking attention Mm-mm. to my fucking lady olina and olina was just like oh, come on bitch put the pen down we both know you're not writing anything and uh cersei was like oh is the uh ah yes the famous tart tongue queen of thorns and olena responded and the famous tart queen cersei (laughs) Ah! (laughs) i love that shit man oh lady olena is my fucking patronus now she the best um and it just occurred to me during this scene lady olena and cersei really haven't talked much 
because normally lady olena was serving tyron when they used to have them conversations you know she would match his wit but her and cersei have never really sat down and it's also funny because lady olena represents so much of what lady cersei wants to be Mm -hmm. hey how long you think cersei was sitting in that room waiting for olena to show up nigga so like <laughs> she probably been in there like organizing papers reading pouring wine into different cups to yeah. see which one it looked the best in <laughs> nigga now pour the wine into this gold cup now pour it into this chalice she been oh, having it's better in this one she been having oh yes she been having servants come in and sit down and be like do i look more menacing with it in my left hand should i stand in the window yeah should i sit in this chair what's more disrespectful me drawing penises with a quill this is not my most disrespectful robe yeah. don't get my most disrespectful robe <laughs> i'm gonna wear my hair up because it says bitch fuck you yeah uh so alina's face is basically like what I'm like i know you are you serious right now uh no i'm not because cersei was like you need to apologize she's like you'll get your apology when i get lars um and she was like look i don't have nothing to do with that i'm sure at the trial they gonna let him go when they find out that these are basically lies and he'll be okay and she was like oh so basically y'all hate money because um you know i'll take my money away and y'all won't have shit right and uh you know and the tyrells are really in charge of the money both ways because she appointed uh uh marjorie's father to be the head of coin and then um lady olena is fucking you know bankrolling everything uh and so uh our girl uh, cersei was like ask for your veil threats and, <laughs> and lady olena said what veil <laughs> like, like nigga, these, these is threats right i will take all my money and leave <laughs> yeah it was like that that interlude on that jay-z album stretch nigga so are there are there any men in this family like are they is are we now gonna get to see the men show up besides the gay ones are we gonna get to see the actual like leaders of alina's whole kingdom show up or whatever like how does this work because well let's these see women just kind of caught up right now they had loris who's gay they had the other father tyrell who's just happy to fucking uh be there like he's he he's basically got sent to uh bravos to to the bank to tell them that they ain't got it um and, and from my understanding that tyrells have a lot of money and influence but they don't have any they don't have an army so they need, how does that work in game of thrones are they separated by a very large body of water that you can't swim across well they they make <laughs> they make an alliance right the alliance that they've had up until this point is well we will back king's landing as the money and then they'll protect us oh they like the government and the military right okay. so it kind of works both ways though because cersei basically called her pulled her card and said oh, look alina take the money but then what's gonna happen when you have chaos and y'all niggas ain't got an army and lady olena was like nigga i see you at the trial i still don't even understand how cersei is functioning in this kingdom of people who like all her people hate her right all of them oh, hate them except tommy because he's stupid and sweet and he the king yeah he, he never is. had pussy and he found religion that's a bad combination bad combination man <laughs> uh so uh you know cersei does expect the tyrells to just take a line down you know uh and so what's funny to me is cersei now has had two face-to-face -face meetings in this episode with the actual people that did kill her daughter i mean her son mm -hmm. like lady olena and littlefinger conspired to kill her son and she over here talking about putting sans ahead on a pike and catching the imp like she damn. her petty knows no focus yeah she's just right. not she's not as smart as she thinks she is it's not sensible petty 
that she's working with is very <laughs> very erratic petty petty labelle you know what mm-hmm. i mean um so this trial was uh that they had with loris Le- uh loris marjorie and uh the gay dude uh that was sleeping with loris that uh from like episode two i think maybe even one this trial was the worst episode of Mari ever uh the high sparrow was going around acting like matlock because he was like the lawyer the pro- he was like the prosecutor at the hearing and it's basically like just a preliminary hearing and then i guess they actually go on trial if they find at the preliminary hearing that there's reasons to try them and one of the things that they're on trial well what they're basically on trial for is loris is gay now here's the thing open secret we all know he's gay uh but he was lying his ass off he was like no i'm not intended yeah he's like i'm not gay no Uh, more uh but he was like i've never been gay i'm not gay i don't like men's uh i like women's women 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 women, blah 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 blah, blah. um and uh the they they and like you could tell the, the the questions at first it was like well these are just questions that they're asking just because and then after a while it's like oh these trap questions like you know um and he and then the the high sparrow was doing that thing that matlock used to do for anybody that ever watches matlock where he acts stupid but really the questions are about to trap you it's like i might not have the sense that god gave a tadpole i'm just, <laughs> i'm just a small city lawyer but why would you have a receipt that said the 17th when you said you were out of town that was almost a good Matthew McConaughey, sir. <laughs> I heard McConaughey. I heard it. I heard that Lincoln lawyer. That was, that was almost, was almost there. Oh, man. So, uh, then he said, uh, well, look, if anybody else want to testify, what about you, Marjorie? Why don't you get on stand? She was like, I'm the queen. I ain't got to testify. He was like, actually, in God's law, it says anybody, including the queen and the king, got to testify if we want them to. She was like, all right, cool. And then, you know, Lady Olino was like, go on up there and lie, girl. And so she went up there and she was like, he ain't gay. He don't be having sex with men. I don't know nothing about it. Leave him alone. Let him go. He was like, all right, cool. Take your seat. You know, you, you, you promised that's the truth. She was like, yeah. And then they brought in the dude from, from episode one of this season. And also if, for people that have been watching for a while, season three, Baelish hired that dude to fuck Loris, uh, as a spy so that's like that dude's been in the game for a minute and they opened up the doors like we just got one more person to testify and he came out and he was like did someone say gay and random double o dick (laughs) yeah showed up to proclaim his gayness and he came up there and he gave all the details he was like um i'm gay i'll be fucking this nigga and i'm like why isn't he in jail anyway i'm gay right I've okay. Been, right. Can we, when you finish, mm-hmm. can we just put plaster on the screen side by side a comparison between this old bullshit ass trial and the one Tyrion had to endure? Nigga, it's like the go to move in King's Landing is they bring out somebody you've been fucking. You know, like, it's like whole state testifying in Westeros, dog. Tyrion shit was so, <clears throat> we don't believe nothing you say. We don't care how many witnesses you got. And you, the King's son. And we still don't give a fuck. Or you the king grandfather's son. Mm-hmm. We don't give a damn. This motherfucker found random gay dude number three, brought him in, and it was like, ah! well, clearly God has shown the light on him, and he is the specter of truth, and we must believe him. Yep. And the thing is, 
cersei with the great poker face by the way because mm-hmm. don't i don't believe for a second that she didn't know exactly everything that was about to happen right and cersei's poker face so good she acted like she was surprised she was like well surely the testimony of a low-born person like this could not possibly be taken against a great house like uh the tyrells well bitch actually yeah and 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 buddy was like well how come he got a tattoo i mean he got a birthmark next next to his dick that looked like uh the the shape of dorn and it's the color of uh sand the color guilty by the way nobody actually verified this birthmark they just went ahead and arrested him yeah they hit him with that michael jackson birthmark shit it was like either that or all of them knew the birthmark too which means they're all gay and this is a gay conspiracy right and this whole trial should be over and then after that v stiviano came in it's like i got him on tape but um oh john was on the piano (laughs) (laughs) damn if you having snitches dog so um thomas sat there quiet as a church mouse and that was when uh Lawrence got up and was like oh you're a liar i'll kill you and uh the faith militant grabbed Lawrence and was like take him away and also marjorie gotta get you for perjury oh uh, that was the gayest lunch ever so mm-hmm. that didn't help so like one dude caught him with a pinky where you going i'm, I'm angry <laughs> <laughs> well the thing is Lawrence can fight his ass off if everybody remembers maybe he can get a trial by combat maybe he can live i don't know so he can't even get his word hide in a gay peasant so true, true in this world in that world a gay peasant is never mind just yeah and just by and you know if loris gets tried by combat cersei just resurrect the mountain and had it we've been fight. waiting for this dude to come back too he's still getting experimented experimented on in the basement like frankenstein right yeah fucking mountain stein gonna come back right. and shit shooting with electrical volts and shit fire back so he just rumbles every day it's like a 1.2 earthquake <laughs> when he gets angry down in the basement yeah and that one dude don't even get mad when it happened he just be like calm down like calm down baby huey yeah <laughs> soon you'll be ready <laughs> i'll feed you more brains in a second you'll Damn. be ready so uh the witness dude uh was there and uh anyway they were dragging loris out and Tommins, what i noticed Tommins knights went to grab their swords because mm-hmm. they were like we're gonna take away marjorie too and tommen was so frozen in just fear or something he let them take his barrel right and uh lady olina's face just looked like shame on you cersei like bitch you really let this happen you know what i mean like yeah she's like you that fucking petty it's like she wanted to be like i killed your son and now it's you but her face is just kind of like i can't believe you the nerve of you the thing is she don't even know she got like the granddaughter caught up of the person that killed her son she has no idea so that's not even it's not even for that about right right now at all like none of that is going through Cersei's head she's completely she has missed a huge petty marker and Mm -hmm. she's it's just it's like a banner of petty that she is blind to that she can't even see like this some good petty right here and she just missed it all she thinking about is power that's it that's it that and the fact that she just want to get over marjorie because she prettier than her and younger than her yep so and i don't know yeah and that um uh which told her that fortune yeah that her kids were gonna die mm-hmm. but I, I feel like a lot of this shit that she does to hold on to power is the shit that's gonna get her kids killed because when they come yeah. for cersei they coming for tommy tell you like that Joffrey didn't have to go out that way. Right. She could have she could have smacked that boy across the face at any time mm-hmm. before he became king and stopped him from being a big old little bitch. Right. But she never did it. So 
um so then miranda showed up to sansa's room in wonderfell and was like it's bath time I'm like man a lot of women get bathed by other women in this show so not that i'm against it necessarily but it's weird so uh she's like you know don't you want to be clean for your wedding tonight and uh she was giving her a bath and then she was like yeah girl you know i'm glad you back in the north you know your red hair actually looks better uh hopefully this relationship will work out unlike his other relationships which one oh, queen oh but i've said too much and says was like what other relationship she's like oh i don't want to bother you on your wedding night she's like tell me she's like well that was kara who got killed because she talked too much violet who got pregnant she was fine she looked just like you but she got pregnant and he killed her and then tansy was being too sweet we actually hunted her down together he let me participate in that hunt and says was like a hunt she's like yeah you know how it is girl have you ever seen a body after the dogs have been at it it's quite it's not she very said pretty. one girl got pregnant mm-hmm. and he got bored with her mm-hmm. from what i told most guys like when they wife get pregnant to a certain extent that's when you can just rip all the condoms you just throw all the condoms out not ramsey <laughs> he's a different yeah, guy ramsey was like mm, i can't so, press you up against no cellar walls this is not gonna work yeah so sansa yeah. sits up in the bath and goes what's your name again <laughs> which is my low-key shade love it love the low-key shade at this moment right and she says uh miranda she goes how long have you loved him miranda did you imagine he'd be with you forever is that it and i came along and ruined it i'm sansa stark of winterfell and you can't frighten me and miranda was like oh i i I think somebody's calling me i gotta go i'm done yeah she's she's like do you need any more help with the bath she's like oh i got it from here bitch get out don't throw the cream out with the water with the bath water and she just ran she hauled ass and there's a moment in this scene where sansa sits up because she's got this news that you know basically ramsey's is a is, is a monster mm-hmm. which she's dealt with before with joffrey um and i felt like she kind of steeled herself for like okay oh it was some slow breathing yeah like this nigga might be a crazy motherfucker and i might be having to deal with some craziness so i to me that's what it looked like i don't know how other people read it but it read like even though she didn't mean to she kind of gave sansa a warning no she did she did warn her so you think you think it was a selfish reason okay yeah yeah that's what i mean like i don't know that she came in the room like girl i'm trying to help you but she helped no it was like i'm trying to scare you right it helped that's right that's what happened she was trying to scare the shit out of her but it ended up helping sansa get prepared and it was that was a couple of moments it wasn't just that one where Sansa talks to Theon, she's getting warnings through this whole episode. Like, mm-hmm. it's not just a warning for Sansa, man. It's a warning for people watching this episode. It's like, look, True. y'all realize this is Ramsey, right? Okay, warning. It, I'm, if they honestly not jump in and just be like, message. And honestly, like, we've had this dealing with Sansa, this feeling for five seasons. Like her, dude, the most yeah, coveted like, thing about this character has been her virginity and it's been about her naivety like she's naive to everything that's happening she's always in over her head people are always trading her as like the, the the virgin uh queen of the north and it's always some creepy ass nigga that's hanging around where it's, whether it's Littlefinger, whether it's joffrey or now ramsey it's always this feeling of like dread with sansa anyway right she's the dumb pretty daughter that is still around right and it don't take much to maneuver her or coax her to do shit but you got to remember from in season one, Sansa was the one who put herself in yeah. that situation with Joffrey. Cause she was a like kid. She got kidnapped. She ran from her family to Joffrey's family. Yeah. She was a kid and she thought that she was going to go be a princess and she didn't know that nigga was, you know, an inbred piece of shit. And it was worse. 
I think that was one of the things I was talking about with some other random people. Like it was worse for me with Joffrey because every episode was like, is this going to be the episode that something happens to Sansa? Is this going to be the episode that something happens with Sansa? And that happened all the way up to his fucking death. Yeah. It happened. I I hope he dies before he gets the chance to do something to this girl. I felt the same way about Littlefinger as well. Yeah. Like, like he gonna, at some point he's gonna make his move, you know? The only thing with Littlefinger is he's so conniving, he realizes that her virginity has a price, and he's like, you know, if I take it, then everybody will understand my plans, and I don't want that to happen. So, um, anyway, so, fucking Theon Reek shows up, dressed- We just call him Reek from now Reek, on. yeah. Dressed just, again. dressed just like Rob Stark like just like rob like you know everything except the armor and showed up and was like i'm here to escort you to the god's wood my lady and he was like uh ramsey wants you to take my hand and she was like i'm not taking your fucking hand dog okay he was like but he'll punish me she's like fuck i care about that you burn my brothers to death far as i know uh, which is funny because he at any point he could tell her that he didn't but Bruh, this is the longest draw of just tell the truth you got nothing to lose you already yeah. lost everything maybe he'll, yeah maybe just he'll do him. it now but he should have told he should have been told her he might have been so abused at this point that he clearly forgot he actually didn't burn those kids like maybe yeah, he, he might True. Burn them. Yeah. but it was i felt like he was trying to warn her at this point too like when he was saying if you don't take my hand he'll be angry and he'll punish me was kind of like you know he had this look on his face like you don't understand how crazy this dude is yeah i mean he she found him what he's asking she found him in the kennel so she knows dude is abusive but dude. he tried to he tried to make it seem like oh no i did that for you because yo how he did your family but we she know don't buying that shit though when right he did it. Now, and the whole dinner he was being an asshole mm-hmm. so um between miranda reek the dinner conversation and all that shit i feel like sansa probably knew that dude was cruel you know at you know he's just a joffrey in disguise um so this man it's gonna sound weird but i gotta make this comment the wedding was beautiful like i'm not talking about the people in just the mm-hmm. the just talking the like fashion the, and the, the 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 god's wood the white right. tree with the red it looked like the north is such a scary and drab place but with that like clink that snow that god's wood which I'm assuming is the same tree where Ned Stark told Caitlyn that uh, she could hang her seven gods thing. Like it, it was just such a beautiful scene. But it's such a sad. It contrasts with what's actually happening on the screen. It's such a sad, solemn mood. But for a second, I just was blown away, especially at the wide shot of the whole tree. Oh, anyway. So uh, <laughs> they basically go through. Uh, Reek gives her away uh and then miranda's looking jealous and i'm like this nigga why did he invite her why was she there (laughs) yeah she's just there she ain't the cook she ain't stable boy she don't (laughs) carry shit right she's there for uh so she was there probably you know what as torture ramsey probably liked that she was there and that she would be jealous of it um and then you know uh they asked who comes to take her ramsey said all his qualifications and then they asked does she take her as a long pause and then she says i do basically and ramsey had this evil ass smile mm, it was uh, creepy like he had a joke uh, that he had to himself that he knew he was gonna play and you're like oh no <laughs> i can probably guess what joke he had in his head when she said i do take this but you know right I'm not even go there mm-hmm. like, but that's pretty much what was going down ramsey just likes 
he likes to feel like he has fooled people into thinking he's not as bad a person or piece of shit as he actually is but right. everybody knows right it's just weird that he it's weird he likes to play off the fact that he thinks people doesn't know but he is well aware that they're feared as fuck fearful as fuck of him he's a sociopath like oh in every sense right. of like he's, he's he's worse than joffrey because joffrey doesn't know how to hide his shit he he'll hide it for a second he had little finger food like he had everybody food and they're like oh no 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 i'm gonna treat her great man i like her um so they go back to the room she's looking around the room where she'll obviously be staying with him now and she's he's like are you pleased my lady and she said yes and he said good i want you to be happy i was like yes yeah, so you can steal that from her too and then he basically asked why she was still a virgin if she was afraid of dwarves she said Tyrion was kind and gentle he never touched me and he was like are you lying to me and she was like i'm not he's like good because i don't want to start off our relationship on lies and he was like well take your clothes off and she looked at reek and reek went to leave and he said oh no 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 you stay here reek you watch uh and i was like you know what's funny is that they've kind of hinted at this and wedding nights on the show before with the betting ceremony thing joffrey wanted to watch Tyrion have sex with sansa mm-hmm. then at the at the boat at the uh phrase estate yeah they said that was tradition right they wanted to watch that couple fuck and now this is kind of a a betting ceremony in the most sickest of ways and um reek closes the door he looks down at the ground and ramsey looks back and says reek i told you to watch you've known sansa since she was a little girl now watch her become a woman uh he kind of like uh she starts trying to take off her her sleeve uh like her clothes slowly he rips off the back bends her over the bed and then the and by the way this is such great camera work because they show her face a little bit but they don't actually show any nudity or any like thrusting or anything like that Mm-mm. they just cut to reek's face mm-hmm. and the fucking like pain on his face of having to watch and cry, tears streaming down his face he like he was going to snap it was so like it was such good acting like it was you know it, i feel like it was tastefully shot but also it was just good acting where like because they just cut the black off of his face where you're just like yikes like that was the first time in three seasons that i felt anything for a reek people kept talking people kept posting these memes of my their reaction shots to what happened and what's funny is i didn't see one meme of just theon's face as a reaction shot because that was pretty much the perfect reaction face right it was you didn't feel the way he looked you're probably a bastard right um and so that was like the the end basically um i guess what are you guys looking forward to next week I am looking forward to uh, see about them going to see Daenerys. And I, w- I want to know what Varys is doing. Like, them niggas got separated, and you ain't never see him no fucking more. True. Is he looking for him? Did he regroup? Did he go back home? Like, oh. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point, Right, Karen. they got separated, and you ain't heard from him since. He's just going to show up in Marine without him? I bet and you he was is. in a brothel, and that suits him not at all so yeah. ain't like he just stayed there i bet you he probably is there he, he gonna get there he gonna already be there right uh what I about you, when you looking for a midget you feel like it can't be that hard to find him right. so you just keep looking maybe just walk around looking for Tyrion. what about you uh brandon what are you looking forward to next week um i just need that ramsey revenge to come mm-hmm. like quick fast and in a hurry that's all i need like it, mm-hmm. i understand this episode like 
upset people and did all of this bullshit. But part of the reason, and it, it is, this show is completely torture porn, okay? Right. The reason I watch this shit, part of the reason I watch it is because I want to see people's come-ups. Like, mm-hmm. the, the it, you see the bad and you see people hit these low points and then when they strike back, motherfuckers waited three, three, four seasons for Joffrey to finally bite it. When he bit it, it was like a thousand memes created in 20 seconds mm. after the end of that show of people just celebrating because that's why we watch this shit. So mm. I need to see Ramsey get flayed. Mm. And that's the only time I've ever said I need to see somebody get flayed, but I need to see this motherfucker get flayed and then burned alive after the flaying. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the aftermath of this. Cause one of the things that happened when uh, they did this to Daenerys, I remember being like, cause I'm, I'm I was used to the tropes that are in most other like what's well, now she's gonna be a victim and things are gonna be terrible and then she became one of the most powerful characters on the show so i do want to see how they how this unfolds because a lot of people are making snap judgments but you don't know what happens after this so you have people being like this completely undoes her entire storyline it takes away her power and i'm like but are you saying that being a victim of sexual assault takes away all your power like because there's a lot of people walking around that are very powerful people that have been victims of sexual assault. You can't right. just say some shit like that. She's kinda, not the only victim in this show, too. Like, right. it, a, most, a lot of the characters, the good people in general, are victims on this show. Right. And we watch it to see them rise. And finally, like, we've been watching Daenerys for five seasons now mm-hmm. just to see her continue to take over shit and win. Even if she made a bad decision, when I think right. she killed Oprah, I think it was a bad decision. Right. But we still ride for her like we still mad at the relationship she like we still sad over the relationship she has with her dragons shit like that we care about that girl because of the way she started off with drago and by the way her wedding shit was also rape yeah all the wedding that was rape and people forgot and then she took control of her sexual situation by being like you know what i'm gonna have to have sex with this dude and she learned how to take control of that and then became powerful and had power over him yep don't marry don't marry on this show guys all right if you marry somebody on the show it's not gonna work out um also that is right right like yeah there's no confusion that that, that was right on this, in yeah. this episode right yeah yeah i i heard okay. there were some people that were arguing about it i heard there's people that are like uh yeah I, i'm not even debating it it's just a, about whether or not you can tolerate it or not which you know you can make an argument about why you're tapped out because i won't argue with you why you're done you know i do kind of question how you can make it past all the other stuff to this character but it's a lot of stuff to put up with yeah in a way it's kind of like it's a testament to the show because this is the one character they made you feel the most for and you couldn't take it for her but you know this show is about taking tropes and being like that bullshit wouldn't happen i just i thought it was funny because i actually saw dudes and this is why i hate Mm -hmm. like getting into not even getting into the base but even commenting on shit like this especially on twitter you have these dudes who say shit and you go, okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. And they go, and it wasn't even rape. Like they end everything yeah. they say with, and it wasn't even rape. And you're like, fuck everything you just said that has some sense to it is now worthless. Like I can't right. mm-hmm. use that to judge your character at all. I have to use the very last sentence that came out your mouth to judge your whole character. Because if you think about it from a logical point, it can't be nothing but rape because right. If she wanted to do it, he forced it. She, yes, she, on her wedding night, she knew she would have to do this. She knew she would have to do that, right? So she psyched herself up to be in that position because she's thinking about getting her kingdom back. 
Mm-hmm. But she still didn't want to do it. Right. If you're in, a, if you're with any chick and you might want to do it, and they're like, okay, I guess we can have sex, but I really don't want to. Right. Pretty much, bruh, that's right. Like, like just because she suffered through it doesn't mean yeah, it's okay. There you go. You yes. Know, just because she suffered through it don't mean it ain't right. Right. Yeah, that's like, what I'm trying to say. They said the same shit about Cersei, and I think this show, you know, there's fair critiques to be made about mm-hmm. the show because. I feel like the writer and the directors have handled it badly in the past, like when they brought up the Cersei thing and people were like, yo, that was a rape. And they were like, no, it wasn't. And everybody was like, no, that that was definitely a rape. Yeah, like, I don't know what you were looking at. So they mishandled that. And then this time I think G.R.R. R. Martin, whatever his name, George R. R. Martin. Yeah, I George think R. R. Martin. He handled it bad. Because then he went, well, it's just fictional characters. Like, uh, that's not a good uh, answer that's not a good answer you could just be like look rape happens in our story if you're watching you know that it's a possibility and you know just because it's not the same as the book doesn't mean it won't happen he could have said that and it would have been a much better answer than it's just fictional characters okay what do you care about it like bitch you making all this money because niggas care right game of thrones isn't the only show on television like this but it's the only one i can watch right now because i can't take much more like cruelty and right. torture in the world from any other show right. of this nature. So like all these other shows that even look like they might be medieval or a time right. or an era where women were just completely treated like trash and treated like shit. And they had to pray and hope every day mm-hmm. that somebody didn't to violate them. This is the only one like that right. I can take at the time. I and the thing is, I, I'm not going to argue with it with people that want to tap out because I felt the same way about like say 12 years a slave where I was like oh this is a good movie it's important mm-hmm. but I know black people that are like I don't want to watch that shit Me? like I just don't yeah Karen won't watch it I don't go to Karen and go shame on you you know what I'm saying like I, I get it like that's your line and so if this is your line cool you know and maybe some of these people I'm sure will still come back and end up live tweeting this shit later or catching up on the low but you know it's just, whatever yeah if you're done you're done and i get it man i'm not yeah, I, i'm not I gonna look, debate you i looked up with 12 years of slave okay it's 12 years of slave the mandela film and that terrible film that also came out around that time about the, the butler right i watched i was lucky enough to be doing screenings and i watched all of those at home the comfort of my couch drinking a beer eating dinner and right. i made myself as comfortable as possible to watch those films especially 12 years and i had to wait like two weeks to watch 12 years i had 12 years for a long time before i finally put it in and watched it yeah i live tweeted 12 years from the theater and um let's just say some people were very upset with the jokes i made but uh (laughs) that's how i deal y'all just you know you ain't gotta follow me anyway uh we got three emails those thrones hi guys it's from hermitish hi guys love the updates as usual just spent a whole day yesterday burning through the entire last season and catching up on this current season and it solidified what an awesome show it is i don't think there are any bad actors in the whole thing uh that nigga that played the first dario was a bad actor uh but you know he looked the part but that nigga was oh yeah he was pretty but that's it there were so many exchanges between characters that just captivated you because either because they were so intense outright funny or both anyway this season so far i don't know whether to love or hate the show for making me flip-flop on my thoughts about the characters i think that's good writing um stannis i thought was a complete dick but i've come to respect him even though he'd make a good if slightly scary king yeah i like stannis he's now he doesn't understand people though and he got that he also doesn't understand redhead with good pussy yeah he got that crazy he got that crazy fire religion 
Mm-hmm. That like I don't know how good that poltergeist pussy was, but he burned some down firebox, sir. You call that firebox? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, he burned down all seven statues of the old gods for her. <laughs> like this nigga was so pressed. He was like, "What? The box fire, and she can do magic." He was like, "I don't believe in the maiden. I don't believe in nothing." I only thought shit. the pussy was magic. Burn all magic. This nigga went to the <laughs> all beach. of her is magic. He went to the beach and burned the gods in front of his in front of his own men, bruh. Just, I mean that when the pussy's so good, you just doing whatever. Yeah, they need to be on a t-shirt. When the pussy's so good, you just doing whatever. They did that. They didn't need to have a nigga on the shirt doing whatever, like the a nigga, stick figure. What pull, you doing? Whatever. He pulled a <laughs> he, he pulled a sword from the fire, dude. That anyway. So uh Arya uh-huh. has been my favorite from the start, but since she got off the boat, I can't help but feel she is act almost acting more of her age slash background, expecting things to come easier to her than they should as that other girl said when they met um she's getting there man give her a chance kid she still is a kid she has very lofty ambitions guys she wants to kill the queen mother she has tried to fight every group of men she has run up on with that little ass damn sword dog she almost died because she was going to run up in the red wedding okay yes the, the the hound hit her upside the head and saved her life her brother was one of the best fighters in the lands right and him and his mother got took out at the same time dog she's in the wolf was there she's ambitious dog she went to a party of people that were talking about killing her brother and just killed one of them without even telling the hound to have her back okay she's walked around with the she did that because she had the hound with her let's just be real she did a lot of shit because she had the hound with her Mm -hmm. i think cersei is going to regret her scheming setting up a bunch of religious zealots who only have to answer to their version of god and it will come back to bite her i do too she may think that she and her family are safe but if they have no fear of turning turning back the king with his guards i don't think they will let him slide if they find her dirty laundry maybe may come back from lady elena for her grandson yeah i could see that you know they find out that she fucked jamie or just they get tired of timing and they just go fuck you we're taking over she she's armed people that don't have any loyalty to her really Cersei lucky they don't have DNA tests because yeah. for them to put that boy on trial for being gay but not to put her on trial for two gay for two sons of incest mm-hmm. mm. such a good show after a solid day of binge watching waiting a week for the next episode is going to suck let alone months after we get after that till we get more keep up the awesome recaps I just love that you listen to all the recaps without <laughs> watching the show till today mm. Emil writes in hello all as i watched the episode i fully expected the ensuing internet outrage to be more about the fact that all the slavers were black boy was i wrong <laughs> yes you were yeah nobody even noticed that all i can say is at i probably spelled his name wrong at a bc at a t t a b i s i there's definitely a dna yeah it's at us it rolls right off the tongue it's at and t of bc right <laughs> was, has a at <laughs> <laughs> that <nigga> at <laughs> he said uh has a steady job and isn't raping brothers in oswald penitentiary anymore oh, that was my first joke out that bitch i was like at a bc on this show he the only person not raping somebody right now dog <laughs> someone said uh i saw someone tweet something like adam easy on the show the chance of rape just went up 60 <laughs> percent i was like damn <laughs> man when the show ended i was like i need to go find that tweet and retweet it and make it seem <laughs> make it seem horrible but i, I didn't do it oh, he let a rape train on one character on eyes like he did it first 
the other niggas was like, I rate better than Adebisi. Fuck that nigga. It's like the same dude. Like, uh, on, the, on the one hand, I get why people are upset. But on the other hand, I'm puzzled as well. In the books and on the show, this world has been shown as, brutal, as a brutal world in general. But more so for everyone other than men of nobility. Think about Ruth Bowden's heart-to-heart with Ramsey last week. Your mother got married without permission, so I hanged her new husband and raped her under his swinging corpse. Let's bond. Right, and they did bond because the mm-hmm. niggas are sick. Time and time again, the show in the book stressed how dangerous this world is for people of non-noble birth, especially women. This fact ends up highlighting just how remarkable Arya, Brienne, and Cersei are. Every so often, the full extent of the threat to women in that universe is displayed as a matter of fact. If Ramsay didn't rape Sansa, it would have been incongruous to his personality. Yeah, I've seen a lot of defenses for why they didn't like it. Like one person said, uh, we already know that Ramsay is evil, so you don't need to show it. But, but she but, doesn't know like right and well not just that it didn't teach us anything new it we're not in the show we're not characters in the show right she and i'm not saying they needed to use rape to do that right that was just something they could use and they chose to use it and it it shows her how fucking how much of a psychopath she is and that changes her course of how she'll handle this situation now well also i mean it would have it would have not made sense if the character didn't because we know he evil true yeah so I mean, then, like, cause I, like this show has always been about like if you really want to know a trick about this show and I, hopefully this doesn't ruin the show for everybody but the trick to this show is simple it's just like training day your mind is used to the conventions of other people using these tropes and then the other people use these tropes they always relent at the last minute every single time someone's about to be sexually assaulted that doesn't happen good guys about to be killed there's a last minute reprieve you know everything you watch is like this except this shit this is the only show exactly what it's supposed to do yeah this is the only show that uses your mind against you they make you hope against hope that there'll be a way out and very rarely there is like with Tyrion, you know with Jon snow there's been some situations where it's like oh that, that everything said this guy would die and he didn't uh and even in the past with sansa there's been situations where people threatened raped and it didn't happen Bruh, she Bru- got dragged into an alley yeah and Bru- saved by the hound and mm-hmm. he didn't even really do it because he cared about her right he did it because she was the fucking queen or supposed to be the queen right mm-hmm. brienne is supposed to be dead several times over dude she's in a bear cage with a bear right Come she on. also fought the hound and beat him she's like she fought jamie lannister and beat him like there's a lot of situations like that on the show and what they're doing is fucking with us they set things up to be like this horrible thing is gonna happen it's gonna happen it's gonna happen and the and the real threat of this show is that sometimes they let it happen and that's the that's it like there's never a moment that has been horrible on this show that you couldn't see coming you just refuse to see it the red wedding was an example of that i refuse to see it i was like nah man because no, they make a piece i was just like anything's gonna be that bad though. but when yeah when that nigga stabbed that girl in the stomach i said oh yeah uh mm-hmm. none of these people are they friends that, that i mean it, it, the best way to probably watch this show is just to go ahead and go why don't they just kill him yeah i, I that's what i started doing I, I, real talk brandon that, why haven't that, they killed him yet people get mad at me because i'll be like yeah john snow gonna die man don't say that mm-hmm. oh so you still living in the matrix mm-hmm. you, you the steak in the matrix tastes good to you mm-hmm. got it you realize these Delicious. people don't get the respect they deserve when they're alive right right that john snow has to die for him to become a legend that right. it just this True. is the hip this is rap music i will be pleasantly surprised if we end the game of thrones and john snow is alive and he's the king and he's never done anything mean to anybody but I he's will, in the mindset now of sacrificing himself right 
he is constantly making decisions that will bite him in the ass exactly and he know he's no he knows he's doing it for a better purpose those characters don't make it to the end of this shit because they won't do whatever they can possible to stay alive right. which is usually some fuck shit man little finger continues to live right but it, he's doing if, all the fuck shit. if we get to the end of episode nine and john's head is on the spike don't say shit to me guys next to the dogs right don't say shit to me because i'm just gonna be like well that's what they fucking do anyway um so it says a matter of fact if ramsey didn't rape sansa would be incongruous to his personality it fit into his character perfectly he likes to inflict pain yeah he also made reek watch because he likes to torture that dude as well Mm -hmm. i just hope the writers do justice to sansa's development arc after this trauma yeah we'll see well the other thing too is um because we don't like those characters and people have shitted on sansa for years people have shitted on theon for years that was also designed to make us as as watchers go poor them oh like now now i do want them to 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 have a way out right that's what tripped me out because uh, rape is i don't i don't want to see rape in any show it happens it's there it happens in life it's you know it's it's that's just how life is okay it sucks i don't want to see it in any show but it was weird to me that everybody jumped to her defense so fast and i was like but y'all don't y'all have never liked her like you didn't like her at all but then again people did the same thing with cersei so mm-hmm. i think for some people it was about the character like you know listen i'm not about, but it's about the rape too just that being right. displayed on I, television i won't dispute that a lot of it is about the character mm-hmm. um some of it's just people are fed up but yeah a lot of it is if they watched other people be raped to this point like the craster keep girls and stuff mm-hmm it, a lot of this is that you know sans is the person that we've been rooting for the longest for this not to happen despite everything pointing to this is going to happen to her at some point it's like i hate her but i don't want her to get raped right you know it's like that's kind of what people and, that, and i think the writers and the directors they hit on that on purpose so that you'll feel bad about yourself even like remember when it almost happened to brianne yep and, and we were like yo this is about to be real bad right. and it was and it was like she can't fight her way out of this shit but the other thing was like people blew up and there were all these and I know you were saying you didn't see outrage, but I saw, yeah. like, I instantly saw people outraged on Twitter about this. Like, that's all I saw. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, let me, cause I hadn't made it to the end of the episode yet. I was like, well, let me make it to the end of the episode, see what the hell happens. I can probably guess though, cause Ramsey is in this episode. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I saw the outrage and all I kept thinking was, so y'all weren't outraged by all those times that these dudes went into random brothels and women were actually in the background as a canvas being raped and beaten. Wow, yeah. during like in the background of a forefronted conversation the guys would be drinking and talking to each other but yeah. if you listen to the screams of the women and saw men raping women in right. the background that didn't bother you right and like, I, I remember looking at those scenes and going oh my god like they're gonna shoot this whole conversation with these women screaming in the background what i was saying though is not that i didn't see uh outrage because people weren't upset what i was saying is i don't count someone on twitter being like man fuck this show blah as outrage to me outrage is like let's boycott this show uh let's get hbo to cancel it um let's like to me like once it takes form then i'm like okay that's outrage but if you're Mm -hmm. just like i didn't like this that's just your opinion and you're entitled to i mean shit man all my friends that everyone i follow on twitter has moments like this you know chris will go off every couple days about some bullshit um that he watched where he's like you know fuck this and i'm and i'm like all right i don't count that as like chris's outrage i just think a lot of people just had enough and they were tired of the trope you know so i i I thought it was it was weird because it it shows the type of person that was watching this yeah to me it shows the type of person that was watching this 
compared to the type of person that was watching like Sons of Anarchy. And I know right. a lot of women that watch Sons of Anarchy, and I ain't never seen no site write nothing about right. they won't never back in Sons of Anarchy again because it was too much rape going on because it True. was a lot of rape True. in the last two seasons. They opened the show with rape. Yeah, I like, just think a lot of people watch this crazy. show. A lot of people watch this show that probably shouldn't have been watching the show. I, oh hell yeah! I they, believe and, that. And they didn't really just—they really didn't understand the full extent until now. Like, Game of Thrones is the biggest conundrum on television. I yeah. have no idea how twenty-some plus million people are watching this show. Me neither. With as terrible as this show is, it is an awful, awful show to watch. Like I think it's amazing. I think it's well acted. I love all the characters, even the ones I hate. But my God, I don't see how a normal person can watch this. Well, you know what? There's a lot more people that are okay with that kind of stuff in fiction, and they're just silent. It's like how people go, video games, in Grand Theft Auto, you could do blank, 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 but Grand Theft Auto is number one selling game. So everybody, you know, everybody writes their think piece, but at the end of the day, most of us have decided, like, we're okay with this in fiction as long as it's fictional. We don't support it in real life, Mm -hmm. but, you know, if I want to watch a dude fucking, you know, drive a car into a gas truck and blow it up i'll watch, i'll play grand theft auto all right let me finish this email we're not gonna do anything else just this today on a side note i'm happy about the development of the show sansa versus the book sansa in the book she's a little more mousy like an afterthought just basically hiding behind little fingers coattails this arc is exponentially more compelling also i like the way that Tyrion implied to the slavers they had a big dick by saying you can't tell if it's a dwarf clock without the dwarf attached and here's the last email and this one's long as fuck man mark them what the fuck uh sup rod karen justin and today is probably hilarious special guest well just is not here but brandon is hilarious and a special guest mm-hmm. the last that last episode had me saying fuck this show now to be fair i felt that Sansa's arranged marriage equal rape anyway so no pun I- intended by the way by right his- right synopsis of the show not helping markham yeah yeah that's not helping <laughs> so i wasn't su- <laughs> so i wasn't surprised more like that scene was horrifying it was horrifying did the show asked for it i'm L- sorry right. i'm sorry Go ahead. <laughs> what did the show sorry. have on yeah. right Littlefinger <laughs> may have given her the pep or pimp talk but she didn't have a choice and the goal of the wedding was to make her a tool for the bones to use i know it was presented as signs of trying to be savvy and many in the audience perceived it that way but that wasn't the case uh, if that show had wanted to show how rape was such a big part of weddings in Westeros, they could have done it in dozens of other ways, many of which could have been more powerful by showing how casually it was accepted. Well, I would like you to, uh, you should have wrote a couple dozen of those out. What the hell is casual powerful rape? Right, I don't know. <laughs> it was, I mean, and I also, I, I mean, to be honest, my feeling about the scene is that it worked. Right. I, I felt, it really worked yeah i felt disturbed after watching it which if we're being real shows that keep treat this casually you never get that feeling csi stars with a fucking rape every time and nobody look dude svu was 10 seasons of kids getting raped right it was like let's see how they solve this new rape today on monday night right (laughs) by episode horrific kid rape by episode three of svu they're making jokes about it you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying like yeah this like to me this was treated with very a lot of gravitas and levity and there was no jokes and there was no avoiding it and they left on a low note so you would feel every fucking shocking second of it and you would just be like that was the most either uh 
compelling or repulsive thing i watched on tv possibly both and then basically it's all everybody's been talking about all week honestly if they would have thrown a like a rape victims hotline number up at the end of that show i feel like it would have been justified yeah it was that like, would have been like it, at that moment you everybody was watching it felt the pain now, i'm not gonna say they fully felt like right, the pain obviously. of being a rape victim but they felt for that for sansa right, right as a rape victim right they felt for her it was like yo and it was purposely done yeah i don't think it was an accident like no. I, I think no. to say it was casual or there's some better way i think you're actually wanting to avoid the gravitas of it mm-hmm. and you just want them to show them like you put it you in know, an email bro it and he wrote a long you wrote a lot of response about it yeah you you just wanted them to show like him you know eating breakfast and her crying and then be like well it must have been rape like nah they they wanted you to be like this happened and there's and it's terrible Mm -hmm. the old lady giving Sansa some sedatives and telling her how she come take care of her in the morning would have been far more powerful than that shock value bullshit huh yeah i disagree i I don't think it gets more powerful than that can i be honest i when that woman told Sansa they had her back all i kept thinking it was what Sansa showed up to and how that kingdom looks and i was like can't none of y'all help me right. y'all can't even help your fucking selves right that's what i kept thinking but maybe i'm just indifferent i don't yeah. know or just different and maybe at the time she thought she could handle it because uh little finger talked her up but maybe now she's gonna be like let me put a candle in the window i don't think she was ever trying to pull she was doing something that little finger told her right. was in her best interest that's not a person that's trying to be conniving and scheming exactly that's a person that's doing something somebody told them was in their best damn right. interest yeah i think what happened was she had a tried to have a positive attitude because little finger made everything sound good mm-hmm. but little finger don't know ramsey he said he Little didn't Finger know. didn't care about that either. Like people keep saying it, but Littlefinger didn't care either, man. Yeah. I think he, he didn't. I think he cares about her as much as a guy like Littlefinger can care about someone. Right. I think he cares about her and if he was there, he would have done everything possible to try and stop it. Right. But inevitably, if they was going to rape her, he was going to let, let it happen because he, it's in yeah. Ram it's in it's in it Littlefinger's be- best yes. interest yes. not to get killed. Agreed. Instead, we got a scene that damn near gave me nightmares i can't imagine what actual rape victims felt well that's their okay that was the whole point yeah i think that was the point of the scene don't get me wrong i see both sides of the argument as far as what happened making sense within that context but did it really have to be shown like that i mean it doesn't have to be shown but it didn't get shown first yeah. of all did yeah, it really give, did it really give you nightmares though yeah if and it I, did then it was extremely effective also um you know they they didn't show it but they don't have like the point is to make you feel that it was shown sometimes you know I mean? leaving that shit up to imagination is much worse it's much worse it is than actually showing you because you have a visual that you can get out of your head but you couldn't see what was happening all you heard was sounds to me for me that's much worse like when they cut uh reek's dick off and fed it to him or at least let him think that it was his dick yeah like this is what they do anyway uh and i can understand tapping out but like i said i i think some of the reasoning around it is not that sound i don't mind you tapping out but just say you tapping out because you're tired of it right. i wouldn't be like well if they would have shown it different i would have well it's still no, right i get it you're tapping out because it's a lot to do with yeah it's a hard mm-hmm. scene to watch i also think george R. R. martin deserves a lot of criticism for the books they're valid shit i tried to read Arya's story leading up to the red red wedding but it was horrible there was more rape in one of those chapters than all the tv episodes combined it was so bad i just gave up Arya isn't raped but definitely suffers sexualized abuse and is constantly threatened with rape by men who have gang raped young women slightly older than her i kept trying to skip it first of all all kinds of spoilers right we try not to have spoilers on the show i kept trying to skip ahead to the non-rapey part and nope every two pages grr george rr gotta throw in some abuse or children of rape the fuck is wrong with that man 
it turns out 13 year old girls are buried in his basement i won't be surprised ever since i read some of the books i felt guilty about liking the show um hey man you read the books nigga well not you just wrote about it and you read it not just that man but let me just throw this out <laughs> we cover a bunch of fucked up shit on our podcast mm-hmm. we make jokes about it and guess the race constantly and, and whatnot we're not okay with people raping people Mm-mm. uh we don't have any dead bodies or rape in our past um y'all not racist yeah yeah i actually am not racist surprise everybody <laughs> i'm not either so it's fiction and i do understand the point of he can fictionally treat people as bad as he wants in his books yes you can opt in and out obviously but i don't think that means that he has a real problem necessarily because he's making it up like you know i i think you can have an argument about how he treats the characters and disliking the way that he treats his character that's fine but then to be like well he obviously got bodies in his basement i don't i think you're taking it too far but you read it like what i don't understand is we watch this show like that's my biggest argument for people who here been here since season five like i saw one person you know and i felt very bad for her that this was her response but she was like it brought back up memories from 10 years ago thanks J.R. martin and i was like so you haven't seen the other episodes period right, right. because this show is awful and it could easily bring up some past shit that you've had to deal with because people on this show are abusive and they torment and they torture you read the books though bro like that's pages of torment and torture that's yeah. it's for me to me and this is me because i don't like reading like that it takes more effort to sit down with a book right. and read through some descriptive ass long-winded about 700 800 page book of torture than it is to watch a show that's an hour long with a 10 minute intro song like it, it it's a lot man so when people talk about it's it's worse in the books but they don't do it as much i'm like i'm glad i'm i hope so it's like six books and each book is like 800 pages yeah i just just don't watch man don't don't mm-hmm. want, don't listen to our recaps like i get it man some people are not here for this shit not and that's your right as a consumer to not be for it's your right to have an opinion on it but you know i think the leaps that people are making uh where it comes to other fans or even george r R. martin or the directors it can be a bit off like to say he really is got kids under his basement and shit i feel like that's such a dramatic leap you know they they asked the producer about this scene yeah because him and they interviewed him and sansa's character yeah i saw that we read that on the show yeah so i mean even the producer was like you know it was a choice we made and it wasn't an easy choice to shoot this right uh so yeah he said reading the book made me nauseous uh so when people say they love the books but are mad at the show for the tiny fraction of that of the rape let's just say i find that shit a bit confusing all right final thought ever every fucked up wait ever fuck up as a kid and think your mama is going to let you get away with it but in reality your mom is just trying to calm herself down so she doesn't kill you well that's pretty much lady alina and cersei in my opinion lady alina had that look she's just asking herself did this bitch really just pull this shit on me uh cersei is used to used to people that are more public and open about the moves they make lady olina doesn't roll like that she's like a ninja some shit will just happen to cersei and she won't even know she won't even know was involved i mean lady olina killed joffrey and cersei has no clue none anyway love the show hopefully the next episode is no rape and just wait you're gonna still watch most people are of course this 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 is the thing i have a lot of people in my opinion, and this isn't speaking for everybody, a lot of people are just flat in denial about rape. They just don't want to believe 
yeah we've covered the numbers on our show right it's so prevalent and so many people are just in denial uh they know it's out there but it's something when you present it in this manner with a character that they care about and everybody has their different reasons some people reasons are valid and you can tap out if you want to i'm not saying that you have to stay or anything like that but for a lot of people uh a lot of their arguments to me are far-fetched and a lot of it is you're complaining but you're still going to watch next week which is a credit to the show that they're doing a good job because right. they got you to feel, they got you emotional, they got you wrapped up in characters, and that's. To and we've me, covered the numbers on the show. Rape is prevalent in society, right? And it's not very much talked about. This is the most discussion I've heard about it on a. This is one of the reasons I think the show did it well. This is the most discussion I've heard about it, and it happens on damn near every show. But yeah. this is the only one we're talking about because we're like, wow, because it reminds you of how it happens in real life and how people talk about it and like i said some of the things i've seen because people were so affected some of the reasoning has been kind of fucked up you know i've heard people be like why didn't she fight back nigga people say that in real life and i know you think i know you think you're on the victim side by saying that but what's the difference between you saying that and don lemon asking that woman why she didn't bite that dude's dick you know who says that though it's dudes like dudes say that well no i've seen women say it i've read women who say that i just i feel bad for it because i don't ever want anything to happen to them and them end up in that situation because having to eat your word having to eat crow off of saying something like that right that's raw as fuck i think that and i know i know for me i watched the joint i watched the show and like i see that songs is sooner or later she's gonna be raped and my mom going sooner or later she's gonna get raped because it just she's she's growing up and this is how women are treated in this world what i'm looking for is that revenge that's what Mm -hmm. i'm waiting for i'm like even with theon i'm not a i'm not a a fan of theon like that but when they started torturing him i was like man i'm gonna keep watching this i gotta see how he get ramsey back for this shit because he don't deserve all this this is ridiculous you know, and the thing, that's the same thing with her. I'm like, yeah, I don't like certain characters, but I don't think anybody deserves the shit that's terrible that happens to them until the only people I think that deserve it are the people who do that shit initially. And I'm, I watched this show to right. see them get their asses handed to them. Yeah. Sooner man. or later, hopefully. I mean, it's, it's what the show is. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? As far as you either pick or choose that, you know, how you're going to handle it, but, you know if my thing my thing is i just hope the people that really were affected to the point where they just can't even watch the show anymore i hope they really don't watch i hope they don't come back not because i'm wishing anything bad on them but because i don't want to see bad shit happen to them i hope they go find some other there's too much entertainment on tv for you to be watching this and be upset and not and and feeling like you can't handle it right because you have to do what's best for your sanity right let's not you know just because i can take something doesn't mean you should have to take it and i understand moving on because too many people are making these assumptions about either side of this argument it's getting kind of kind of ridiculous at this mm-hmm. point all hey. right we're out of here dog like we're not even gonna do anything else we mm-hmm. talked about this show for two hours and about damn near 20 minutes brandon's gotta go do his show mm-hmm. um and make sure y'all check out where's my 40 acres for the record great podcast i'm sure y'all will be talking about this at some point as well yeah sure. no um that's why i was there i'm not talking about this oh there you go on our show i'll be talking about uh we'll, we'll be reviewing timbaland and magoo's first album and missy's first album that's what we'll be doing there you go cool. guys so uh make sure you cool. guys and up jump the boogie over to there and shout yep. out to netta yeah netta uh n-e-t-t and eight a's uh who you know that's my bae man follow each other on twitter we go together now she admitted it she loved childish gambino so uh, i'm glad she could show up 
And uh, maybe she was reading them lyrics like she love them, know them lyrics. <laughs> they caught off guard. She was making while looking at them lyrics. Right? <laughs> no, no, it's amazing how adorable she is, but she will straight up wreck your city, dog. She will march all over your ass. Yeah. Right. Black women are fucking best, dog. Uh, this podcast brought to you by Shadow Dog Productions. We got a horror album out, All Your Nightmares. Check it out on iTunes, All Your Nightmares, 128 minutes of fucked up shit. Uh, and leave it a five star review until tomorrow i love you i love you too baby Mwah. Mwah.